0: Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to Devore Darkens Live. Uh, Now, as always, I'm so grateful to be here this morning with you. And if it's evening time where you are, I'm definitely grateful to have you come in here and watch this and experience this show. Because this show is always, always about you. So, let's get the admin data out of the way right this is being recorded so you can go back and watch this uh and you can listen to this on the podcast side which would be on spotify google and apple uh, and remember this is on youtube so you can go back and re-watch this okay also you can call into this show we've had a, a quite a few people calling into this show a bl- more people keep calling into this show so Don't hesitate if you have the intuition and want to talk with me and ask me a question, go ahead and do that because we get a lot of comments, a lot of questions. Sometimes I don't have all the time to go through those. So again, you can call into that show. That link is actually in the chat box. Now, before we actually break or get things started, um, what I always love doing is talking about the affirmation of the day. The affirmation of the day. And what I'm doing, guys, if you're on YouTube watching me, I'm just making sure that the people on TikTok are good to go. There we go. All right. The affirmation of the day. We always want to do this. We always want to keep repeating affirmations to ourselves. You see, I heard somewhere, and I really do agree with this. The most successful people give themselves the most affirmations. They repeat the most affirmations to themselves that are positive. Because we're always affirming every day. Now, if you've been watching this show or listening for quite some time, you've heard me say that countless times already. Why? I find it very effective to repeat myself because it helps you understand. Sometimes you hear something, you get a thought, and you're no longer listening to what I said. So I have to repeat myself to make sure that you heard the entire message. (laughs) And the entire message, guys, is gratitude uh, is where it's at. And so the affirmation of the day is I am so grateful that things are getting better for me in every area of my life. Things are getting better for me in every area of my life. Because that's exactly what you want. Don't you want that? Wouldn't it be nice to wake up every morning and just be grateful for your life? Be grateful that things are getting better. That it seems that everything is just improving. Even if it's just by 1%. Isn't that better than yesterday? Doesn't that feel better than yesterday? To be grateful, to see changes in your life, make progress, start getting things that you want. Doesn't that feel good? Well, in order to reach that level of feeling, you got to repeat these things to yourself on a consistent basis. So, yes, I repeat myself. Absolutely. I want to repeat myself to the point where it becomes a way that you think. You think from a place of gratitude. You make decisions from a place of gratitude. You see things from a place of gratitude, not lack. And that's why gratitude is so powerful. It will absolutely change your life like it did mine. So the affirmation of the day is I'm so grateful now that everything is getting better in every area of my life. All right. Now, again, if you're just joining me, why do we have this show? This show is all about you. This show's about you and helping you get the things that you want in your life. How do we exactly do that? One, for vast majority of people, you're not living your purpose. You wake up in the morning, you don't know why you're here, you don't know where you're going, so the first problem we solve is we help you start living with a purpose. Problem number two is you're programmed. You have habits you've got beliefs you've got a perception and these things are stopping you from getting what you want so we show you how to reprogram your subconscious mind and number three we teach you how to take action that puts you in a position to receive the things that you want in your life they see it's one thing to know what i'm talking about to listen to what i'm talking about but to actually go out there and do it is another and so we want to show you exactly how to Uh, do that okay now uh, main topic of the day how do you start thinking your own truth we're going to dive deep into this because thinking your own truth means you're really thinking for yourself thinking your own truth regardless of appearances this is the first principle according to Wallace D. Waddles in his book the science of getting rich to think the way you want to think Not to think based on what other people's opinions are, not to think based on what society says is true or false, not to think based on what happened in your past, but to think based on what you want, to make decisions based on what you want. That's what we're really going to be talking about today. Um, And the bottom line is uh, we'll have some moderators in the chat here address some of these trolls, (laughs) um you see thinking your own truth is where you get to think about what you want and you really don't care what other people say so i'll have people come on here they'll make their comments and what they're really doing is expressing their own hurt right they're expressing their own limiting beliefs they're expressing um this hate that they have inside because really they hate themselves you see, when you start to think your own truth, not only will you recognize how powerful you are and how your mind works and how you can get the things that you want in your life, but you'll also recognize why people do the things that they do. So no matter who you are, whether you're that business owner right now and you're listening or you're a stay at home mom or you're a troll in my comment section or you're just someone who loves this show and, you're, and it's changing your life. We all are subject to the same deal here. We all become what we think about. So if you're out there thinking negatively, sending negative energy out, making hateful comments towards other people and hating on other people, you can only get that back. You're only hurting yourself. You're not hurting me or anybody else that you're, you're hating on. You're only hurting yourself. Um, now, for the person who sends out gratitude and love and happiness And truly wants to help people and actually helps people. See, it's one thing to say you want to help people, but to actually do it is another. So when you're actually helping people in your own unique way, you're helping people get what they want, which means you'll get what you want. Guys, the only way to make that happen is you have to start thinking your own truth because to do things like that, you're going to have other people's opinions, your past, your old way of thinking, trying to stop you. And you just got to ignore that. And so we're going to dive deep into that. And the book we're going to be reading from today uh, is one of my favorite books, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. And I like to think this is where a lot of it starts. I think there are two particular books or authors back in the day before all these other books that we know of, Think and Grow Rich, Psycho-Cybernetics, um, you know, The Secret. There's really two authors I feel came before them one would be wallace d waddles the other one would be thomas troward i mean these guys pre-1900s was writing this stuff so anyways um we're gonna go back we're gonna read we're gonna see what he has to say because here's the problem before we actually get to the reading here's the problem the problem is is people allow their circumstances their results to control the way that they think they see what they want. They say, okay, I want to start this business. But when they realize they don't know how, they allow that to control the way that they think. And so they start to think why they can't do it. Well, I can't do it because I don't know how. I can't do it because I don't have any money. I can't do this because I don't have any experience. None of that has to do with you starting a business. That's all just excuses. But because they haven't learned how to think their own truth the circumstances get in control of what they're thinking about they don't take action they don't get the result that's the way that it works and this happens very this happens on a a subtle level too sometimes you're doing this and you don't even know that's what you're doing this is the paradigm we like to call it this is your subconscious mind doing this your limiting beliefs are talking When you have an idea that you're thinking about that would improve the quality of your life, that would help you earn more money, that would help you get what you want, and that thought is followed by another thought of why you can't do it, you must understand that that's not actually you thinking that. That's your limiting beliefs doing that. Again, people don't really understand that. They think, yep, that's true. I can't do that. I I don't have the money. That's right. I can't do it but they're choosing to believe that they can't do it when really that's not true. See, if you focus on what you want and you keep seeing yourself with it and you start to believe you can have it, you'll start getting ideas on how to make it happen. The whole purpose of a goal is to figure out how to do it. And you're not gonna know how to achieve goals until you achieve them. Because at that point, then you can look back and see, These are all the steps I took to get here. But you can't see those steps in the beginning. You can only see a couple steps in front of you. That's why it's so so important to be very clear on the direction that you're going. When you know where you're going and you're thinking your own truth, the steps will be laid out in front of you. They will come as you need them. Now, that for a lot of people can be very uncomfortable and challenging but that's where the art of understanding how to think your own truth comes into play. So it's easy again to allow what's happening in your outside world to control how you feel, how you think. It's easy to do that. It's easy to let the bank account. It's easy to let your relationships. It's easy to let your job or your career or your wherever you are in your life right now, your past. It's easy because you're operating based on your five senses, what you see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. That's how you've been primarily communicating with the world, your environment. That's how, that's how we learn, that's how it is. But on the flip side of that coin, we've been given higher mental faculties, our ability to see what we wanna see even though it's not there. That's called our imagination. And when we start tapping into these higher mental faculties, We start disconnecting ourselves from our physical world, which means it no longer controls how we think. We start thinking our own truth. I'm going to dive really deep into this stuff, but I'm just queuing this all up because I see the problem in today's life is people do not know how to think. They allow their results to control the way that they think. They think about why they can't, they doubt themselves constantly. They think about the worst case scenario. They go into complaining mode. They Overall, guys, to sum this up, they think about what they don't want. That is the mistake. That is the problem. When you continue to think about what you don't want, that's why things never change. They stay the same because of the way that you're thinking, your inner dialogue, what you give your energy to. That's, that's why it's happening. Because your thought causes a feeling in your subconscious mind. Your thoughts cause your feelings. Your feelings cause your actions. Your actions lead to your results. The results leads to your thinking. The thinking leads to the feeling. The feeling leads to the action. The action leads to the result. The result leads to the thinking. The thinking leads to the feeling, the feeling leads to the action, the action leads to the result. It keeps going, it's a loop. That's the mistake, is the person allows the result to dictate their thinking. What you have to do is start ignoring your current results and appearances and start thinking your own truth, which will cause you to feel differently, act differently, then the results start, start to change. So it all starts in what we're thinking about. That's where it all starts. It all starts where we're thinking about or what we're thinking about. And the biggest symptom of how you know you have this problem is because you get triggered. You get triggered every day. If you're filled with anxiety, if you feel like you lack motivation, if you feel overwhelmed... If you feel defeated, if you feel like you're not making any progress, it's because of your thinking. The root cause is you're not thinking your own truth. And if you're that person that's been working harder than ever and you're still not seeing results, I can guarantee you're not thinking your own truth because hard work alone is not the answer. Hard work alone is not the answer, just like practicing the wrong way a thousand times is not the answer. You got to understand how you should be practicing. You must understand the techniques. You must understand the strategies. You must understand strategically how things work to get you to be able to become very effective at what you're doing. Just going out there and practicing and not understanding what you're doing won't lead to the results you're looking for. So hard work alone is not really going to lead to the results you're looking for. You have to be very intentional of what you're focusing on first in your mind. Then how you emotionally feel and then the hard work after that. Working hard from that place, not from the place of fear and scarcity and doubt and worry. That ain't going to get you what you want. So let's really talk about this. Let's really talk about this. Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Wattles. I mean, I've been studying this book. As you guys can see, I've got notes all over the place. I've got notes just on every single page. Because it's just too good. It's just too good. All right. Now, let me cue this up, actually. Let me go back one chapter. And lay the foundation for someone to be able to start to understand thinking your own truth. What does this really mean? Why should you do it? Let's give you some context. The author says there is a science of getting rich. It is an exact science like algebra or arithmetic. There are certain laws which govern the process of acquiring riches. Once you learn and obey these laws, you will automatically become a member of the select group of people who live the secret and will get rich with mathematical certainty. Now, as I say the words getting rich, some of you guys get triggered when people say that. That's how you know you're not thinking your own truth. You're allowing your past, your old way of thinking, your limiting beliefs, perceptions that have been passed down to you to control the way that you think. Every person deserves to be rich. Everybody. Everybody deserves to be in a position where if they want something, they could pay for it. If they want to grow their relationships, they can do that. That their health is in the best place it's been in years. That their business or career is continually growing for the better. These are all aspects of becoming rich, by the way. Rich is just not money, guys. You can have all the money in the world, but if you're not happy, it literally defeats the purpose. Because you can't take the money with you when you're gone. If you have all the money in the world, but you have no relationships, your children don't talk to you, or you don't even have children because you never got married and you, you can't keep a relationship, what's the point of the money? Right? You got all this money, but you're in the hospital every week. That won't make any sense either. Where we find the most fulfillment, where we really become rich, is how we impact other people. We can't impact other people if we don't first impact ourselves. Okay? So that's the first point. We have to understand there is a science, and the first principle to that science is learning. How to think your own truth. Okay. Now let's go through and get there. And we'll give you some examples of why this is. We will frequently see rich and poor people living in the same environment, often engaged in the same vocations. Okay. Let me read that again. We frequently see rich and poor people living in the same environment and often engaged in the same vocations that's how we know there's a science to this because if you have somebody a block away who's rich and then another block away who's poor what's the difference the difference is in the way that they think when two people are in the same locality and in the same business and one gets rich while the other one remains poor it shows that getting rich is not primarily a matter of environment Some environments may be more favorable than others, but when two people in the same business are in the same neighborhood and one gets rich while the other one fails, it indicates that getting rich is the result of doing things in a certain way. All of us have been involved in sports or you've worked for an organization, um, you own your own business, you've been a part of some team. You've been a part of some team. And on that team, usually you'll have somebody who absolutely is, they're just great at what they do. They make it look easy. They just get things done. Then you have another person who you see they have the same potential. They, they do similar things, but they don't get the same results as the first person. Why? Because they don't think like them. They don't think like them. They're not doing things in a certain way. That's why, this is is why you see children that are born, a child grows up, becomes very successful with their life. Their brother or sister absolutely can't get nothing right. They think differently. They do things in in a certain way. They may have gone to the same college, maybe even got the same degree, raised by the same parents, given the same opportunities, but one is very successful and the other one is not. Why? Because the one who's successful is doing things in a certain way. They think in a certain way. The other one does not. The other one probably allows their results to control their thinking when the successful one does not do that. That's what we're talking about here. And furthermore, the ability to do things in this certain way is not due solely to the possession of talent because many people who have great talent remain poor. There are a lot of talented people out there. That doesn't mean anything really. While others who have very little talent get rich. If we study people who have gotten rich, we will find that they are, an, they are average. They're average in a lot of respects. This is why it's been confirmed 86 millionaires are all self-made. No one gave them the money. They wouldn't earn that. And a lot of them do not have higher education. They don't have PhDs. They don't have master degrees. They're not the smartest person in the room either. They hire smart people, but they're not the smartest person. What they're very intelligent in, they're educated when it comes to getting things done, taking action, going after what they want, creating a vision, and then executing. That's where they excel. Because they think in a certain way. If we study people who've gotten rich, we will find that they are average in a lot of respects. It is, ev- it is evident that they do not get rich because they possess unique talents or abilities, They get rich because they happen to do things in a certain way. This is what I'm talking about, guys. We see this every day. We see people on the surface that we would never think are successful, but they really are. He goes on to bring this point home. Nor is getting rich due to doing things which others fail to do. Two people in the same business often do almost exactly the same things. One gets successful and the other one fails. The person who becomes successful, it's what are they dominantly thinking about? How do they see things? They see opportunity. The person who's failing does not. They see, uh, here's another problem. Here's a tragedy. Here's why I can't do it. Taking same actions, but thinking differently. Thinking differently. So getting rich involves the necessity of dealing with people and of being where they are people to deal with. This also speaks to the point of emotional intelligence. You see, people who become very rich in all aspects of their life, they become people, I would say, uh, they get along with everybody. Not that they please everybody, not that they seek attention, but they can have a conversation with people. They can connect with people. They start to understand people. They start to see what this person values and what this person values and what this person wants and, how, and what makes this person tick over here. People like that become rich in their relationships because they understand the other person. People become bankrupt in the relationships because they don't understand the other person. They don't understand people. They don't even care to understand. So that emotional connection doesn't happen. So let's move to, uh, or actually, let me make one more point because this speaks to the first step that I always talk about in life. It is true that you will do best in a business that you like and if you have certain talents which are well developed you will do best in a business which calls for those talents also you will do business or you would do best in a business which is suited uh to your way of thinking your uh faculties meaning if you have a natural imagination getting into a business that truly exercises that imagination um Is a very smart thing for you to do this is why for people who are very creative you have no problem creating things you can draw you can design things like that you should absolutely be involved in a business or career where you get to exercise that muscle why would you start a business where you don't get to exercise what you're naturally great at this is why i was reading this because the first step of this process is purpose Your purpose is made up of what you're talented in, what you're good at, and what you love to do. So you want to find that career or a business that suits not only your talents, but it's part of your passion. Because at that point, you won't have a problem of doing what's required because you're passionate about it and you're good at it. That's, That's purpose right there. Everyone has one. Now, do you? if the question is, do you know what your purpose is? Now, that's another question. That's another question. And that's why uh, we have the purpose. Find your cheat sheet that you can download in my description uh, in the YouTube channel and also uh, on my TikTok profile. All right. Now, let's get to the meat and potatoes of this. So far, what have we talked about? We talked about that becoming rich in all aspects of your life is a science. It's possible for anybody. You can improve your life. The biggest takeaway right now is the mistake that people are making. They allow their past, their circumstances, their results, people's opinions, society, the government to control the way that they think. That's why they say things like, I can't do this. I can't do that. I don't know how. I'm not experienced enough. That'll never work. That person's better than me. They're not thinking for themselves. They're using their five senses, what they see, hear, smell, taste, and touch to control the way that they think. They're already in trouble. What you got to start doing is thinking your own truth. Now, the first fundamental thing that you must understand in doing that is understanding that there is a science to doing that. This is not just, you know, theory and an opinion. No, there is science to doing this. And so we must understand that when we see two people doing exactly the same thing and one person is very successful and the other is not, it all boils down to the way that they think. Are they thinking their own truth? The successful person is. But the person who is failing is not. And if you can understand that at a very basic level, then this next thing I'm going to get into is very simple. You have to understand that the results that people are getting it's a result of the way that they think it's how they do things it's how they carry themselves it's the energy behind the decisions that they make it's the intentions that they set all of that comes from that person's thought the way that they think what are their dominating thoughts and you can always prove this to yourself look at where you are getting great results. What area of your life is progressing? What area of your life are you really successful in? And you tell me the last time you had doubts and worries and negative thinking in that area of your life. You're going to say it's not very often. Now, if you go to another area of your life where you absolutely are not successful, you need help. It's just not where you want it to be. Just look at the way that you think about that area of your life. And that's how you can connect the dots on this. This is how you know what we're talking about here is true. Because it all comes from your way of thinking. All right. So, where does this take us? This takes us to the first principle in the science of getting rich, which be chapter four in this book. And it starts off by saying, thought is the only power that can produce... Tangible results from the formless substance, meaning the universe, God, spirit, call it whatever you want. When you start to think about what you want, you start to impress that thought onto your subconscious mind. You start to tell God what you want. That's why God gave you the ability to think, He gave you an imagination. You basically are communicating with Him with your imagination. When you think about what you want and you start fantasizing about it, that's what God wants you to have. And so when you start getting these inspired ideas and these intuitive ideas, that's God telling you, turn left, turn right, go here, talk to this person, make this decision, execute that. The problem is, again, that we talked about yesterday, people don't believe, they're not used to doing that, and most of the time, it's illogical, it goes contrary to the way they've been taught things work. Again, they're allowing their five senses to do their thinking for them. Um, Anyways, this takes us to the most important part here, which is where he gets into the bottom line on the first principle here. And if you guys are trying to follow me along, this book is in, or this book is The Science of Getting Rich. Now, my version is from Bob Proctor. He has, um, he's added on to this book, but getting the regular version is still just as powerful, okay? So don't think you're missing out on anything. All right. A human being is a thinking center and can originate thought. All the forms that a person fashions with his or her hands must first emerge from thought. Guys, listen to what I'm saying here. Everything you see, everything you're experiencing, the car that you drive, the home you live in, the software and the hardware you're using to listen and see me right now came from somebody's thought, thinking their own truth regardless of appearances. We go through this every single time. When the iPhone was created, according to appearances, that was not possible. You look at every invention. People keep saying what is not possible, which is ignorant because... Tomorrow, someone's going to do something that somebody said was not possible. Somebody will, because they're thinking their own truth. The question, are, the question here is, are you thinking your own truth? We're going to get into how to actually do that. Okay? So here we go. A human being is a thinking center, capable of original thought, If any one of us can communicate our thought to uh, the universe, we can cause the creation or formation of the thing that we think about. That's why I always say we're basically physical manifestations of God. That's really what we are. That's why we have an imagination. That's why we've been given higher mental faculties. We can think for ourselves. We've been given the tools to get the things that we want in our life. But we're not taught what these tools are. And one of those tools, or one of them is your imagination. What you're thinking about. Let me read that again. A human being is a thinking center. All you do is think. But the question is, what are you thinking about, right? Capable of original thought. And basically, are you originating ideas with your imagination? That's how you do that. For example, when the pandemic came, a lot of people originated new ideas on how to solve problems. A lot of people started a business based on the pandemic. They originated a thought. They originated an idea. And if any one of us can communicate our thought to original or to the universe, we can cause the creation or formation of that thing we think about uh, to manifest here. So he goes on to say, I have said that an individual gets rich by doing things in a certain way. In order to do so, you must become able to think in a certain way. Your way of doing things is a direct result of the way you think about things. And let's just ponder that for a second. An individual gets rich by doing things in a certain way. An individual gets what they want in life by doing things in a certain way. In order to do so, you must become able to think in a certain way. Your way of doing things is the direct result of the way you think about things. I was talking about yesterday how Napoleon Hill was discussing dominating thoughts. What is your dominating thought? What are you constantly obsessing over? Are you obsessing over what you don't want? Is that all you ever talk about? Is that all you ever focus on? Or are you thinking about what you do want? And how do you do that? You have to use your imagination. You have to choose to think your own truth. That's what it means to think in a certain way. Thinking in a certain way does not involve your five senses. You don't look for something physical and then start thinking. No, you see what you want to see. That does not mean you don't know what you see physically is there. You know it's there. It does not mean you ignore your responsibilities either. Does not mean that. It means while you're doing what you're you're supposed to be doing on a physical level, in your intellect you're somewhere else focusing on what you want that's what it means but most people don't reach that they stay stuck in their physical world that's all they see hear smell taste and touch that's all they think about they don't think about well well what if i just started focusing on what i want what if i just start doing that Guys, this topic has so much depth to it, and I, don't, I probably won't have all the time to get into this. This should probably be a, a, a whole workshop and masterclass thing, um, and I might put some thought into that now that I say that out loud, but I digress. The point here is that last week we discussed the subconscious mind and how it cannot tell the difference between what is real or what is fake, meaning people are being constantly programmed with the wrong ideas. When they go to the movies, when they listen to music, when they listen to the news, when they follow their favorite celebrities, when they follow their favorite influencers, when they spend 80% of their time when they're on social media just consuming, you're being programmed. And that doesn't mean you should not expose yourself to these things. It means you should be intelligent about what you expose yourself to. And you should also understand what you're exposing yourself to so you can reject certain things that may may be said. But that's not what people are aware of. They don't think nothing of it. And they wonder why they believe in things the way that they do. They wonder why they have limiting beliefs, why they have these flawed perceptions about what's possible in life, why they don't think they're worthy of of being successful um, why they have these bad habits it's because they were programmed their subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between what is real or fake why am i bringing this to your attention again because when that happens to an individual it's because they're not thinking their own truth they're not thinking in a certain way they're just allowing their physical world to control what's happening on the inside And this is why Napoleon Hill said, if you hang around people who commit crimes, sooner or later you will commit a crime yourself. It's the repetition of being exposed to those people. It's the repetition of their emotions being projected upon you, which makes you emotional. So at that point, you're not even really thinking. You're allowing what you see, hear, smell, taste, and touch to do your thinking for you. This, is, this has happened in America for quite some time. They know what they're doing. When the politician gets up there and they say statements that get you triggered, they know what they're doing. When the news turns on and hits you with that statement that makes you scared of what's happening, they know what they're doing. That's not by accident, people. People. They are doing that intentionally because they want to get your attention. They want to get you emotionally involved. And they want you to start believing in what they're saying. When you're not thinking your own truth, when you don't understand how to think, you're just accepting everything people say. And again, your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what is real or fake. So they could be lying to you 100% of the time and you wouldn't know unless you started thinking for yourself. Because you get to decide, am I going to accept or am I going to reject what's being told to me? Most people don't even know that. They don't even know they have that power. You have the power to choose what you want to think. You have the power to accept or reject what you're being exposed to. You can But the thing here, guys, is people are not used to that. That's not the way they grew up. They didn't grow up making their own decisions. People made decisions for them. They're used to seeking people's approval. We can all relate to this. So why am I bringing this to your attention? Because you have to develop your ability to think the way you want to think what did he say your way of doing things is a direct result of the way you think about things so when people are sitting there thinking the world is falling apart the world is evil the the world's broken um, we're going to self-destruct in the next year what would their actions be Or the person who thinks, oh, my life's falling apart, nothing's going my way, here we go again, I can never get a break, I can never, I can't do this, I can't do that. What will they end up doing? See, it's almost like a mental disease, really, or a psychic disease, where you get yourself caught in a mental prison because you're allowing the results to control your thinking. You shut your way in a mental prison. That's exactly what has happened. But at any moment, you can escape this prison. In order to do that, you gotta th- you got to start thinking in a certain way. That's the only way to start making it happen. Now, there's another book that goes into depth about this, The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard, and this is in chapter 2, called Consciousness. He says you must turn from the objective appearance of things to the subjective center of things. Your consciousness, if you truly desire to know the cause of the results you're getting in life, and how to use that exact knowledge to realize your dreams, you must turn from the objective appearance of things to the subjective center of things. What did Wallace D. E. Waddle say to do things in a way you want to do them? You will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. This is the first step towards getting rich to think what you want to think is to think truth, regardless of appearances. What is the truth? Well, I would say there's two levels to this statement when he says to think truth, regardless of appearances. Level one is understanding that everything in this universe operates by law. If you think negatively and get emotionally involved in it, you will start to feel negatively, you will attract negative things, and you will act negatively, and then you will start entering a loop of doing that over and over and over again. That is a law. That happens for everyone, everywhere, all the time. doesn't matter who you are. You could be rich. You could be poor. You could be male. You could be female. You could be fat. You could be skinny, tall, short, doesn't matter who you are, white, yellow, purple, red. If you think negatively and get emotion involved in those negative thoughts, you will start to attract negative things, you will act negatively, you will get negative results. That's a law. Well, the opposite is true as well. If you think positively with repetition, you start getting emotion involved in what you're thinking about, you're going to start feeling better, you're going to start doing better, and you're going to attract better things. This does not mean that every little thing in your mind that you want to happen is going to happen tomorrow. Doesn't mean that but it does mean that it's moving towards you when you start focusing on that and one thing after another another is going to lead you towards that and you're going to get it to do things in a way you want to do them you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think this is the first step towards getting rich to think what you want to think is to think truth regardless of appearances so level number 1 is understanding that everything happens by law thinking truth you understand that if you get involved in the wrong things with your thoughts and your emotions you're going to set yourself up for what you don't want level two is creating your own truth what does that mean focusing on what you want what is it that you want to achieve who is it that you want to become what are the things you want to have and what are you prepared to make to, to do to make that happen You've got to think about what you want and make decisions from that place. That's thinking your own truth. So when everybody says that's not possible, you're standing there saying, no, this is possible for me. It may not be possible for you because that's what you believe. But for me, it is possible. You're originating your own truth at that point. What I'm saying is not opinion. We have factual data to support what I just said. Roger Bannister, the first person to run a four-minute mile, who was never considered an elite runner, never got the proper coaching, by the way, was a med student, only trained three times a week, ran the four-minute mile. On a day that was rainy, the track was not clean, was not in the best conditions, by the way. And the guy who was considered one of the best runners in the world, who was considered to be faster, stronger, more elite than Roger Bannister, had proper training, failed to run the four-minute mile. And you know why that was? Because Roger Bannister was thinking in a certain way. He believed in himself. He saw the truth that he wanted. The other guy did not. You know what the other person said who failed to run the four-minute mile? He said that, I won't be able to do that, but somebody else will. He said that publicly. When he attempted to run the 4-minute mile and failed by 3 seconds, they interviewed him after and asked him what did he what do you think about this, you know? And he was like, "I don't think I'm going to be able to do it, but I believe somebody else will." He wasn't thinking in a certain way. He had already accepted defeat. Someone sooner or later in the next 20 or 30 years will run a 3-minute mile. We're at 3:43 right now. It'll probably happen. That's just one of a thousand examples that are publicly known. I mean, there's articles and books written on this. There's also thousands of more examples that are not publicly known, that never have been shared on the news or any any of that, but has happened. You see, when you really start to get into the studying of yourself, you start to realize that your potential is limitless. You start to realize that there is a power that God has given you that allows you to go out there and get the things that you want. And when you truly start to understand, you'll see how that actually happens. And then you start to understand why things have happened up to this point the way that they've happened. And why people like Steve Jobs or Henry Ford or Roger Bannister or Oprah call it whoever, whoever you feel has made some impact in this world in a very positive way and also in a negative way. Because again, the universe operates the same way your subconscious mind does, it doesn't care what's real or fake, it doesn't care what's positive or negative. It just will give you whatever you impress upon it. So when you have a guy named Adolf Hitler who was able to program people and accomplish the things that he was able to accomplish, obviously he hurt a lot of people, which is why in the end he got what he got. But it's because he was thinking his own truth. He made up his own truth. And he was so convicted in his own truth, people started to follow him. This is what I'm saying. You must believe in yourself to a point where people have no choice but to believe in you. They're either going to start hating on you or they're going to believe in you. What you want to happen when you move throughout life, when people see you, they're going to know this person's going somewhere. There's nothing stopping that person. Like that's how you want to be with your own truth. And I'm saying this happens on a negative and it also happens on a positive. You get to choose, though. There's a point here. But, again, you can go throughout history and see the data on all this. All the facts, all the numbers, they're there. The results are there to tell us that it does not matter what your degree is. It doesn't matter how many numbers or letters are at the end of your name. It doesn't matter how much knowledge you possess. What matters is are you thinking in a certain way. Meaning, are you thinking your own truth? Doesn't matter where you come from. Doesn't matter your skin color. Most people, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but I was very shocked to realize or read this and, and learn this. The gentleman who created the Super Soaker, which is the water gun, was an African American. So when I hear people say that they can't do something because of their skin color, I just shake my head. Because they're operating in ignorance. They're basically disregarding the power that God has given them. Every one of you guys are part of a particular culture. You all may have different skin colors from different backgrounds, different religions. Maybe your family is from another country. There is no reason why you can't accomplish the things you want to accomplish. Especially if you have a family that migrated here. I was having this conversation with the young gentleman the other day. I was telling him, I said, hey, well, if your parents were able to move out of the country they moved out of and came to America, why can't you go after what you want? Because he was thinking he wasn't smart enough. See, we already have the results are already there. You can do whatever it is that you really want to do in your life. But you've got to think in a certain way. You've got to see why it's possible in the first place. We cannot allow the labels that society has placed upon us to dictate the way we're going to think. That's my point. Because if you start allowing the labels of society to control your thinking, you're allowing society to control you, which means you won't get what you want in life you will only start to get things you think you deserve because of what they told you. For some of you guys, you need to go back and listen to what I just said. Stop allowing the opinions, the projections, the beliefs, society, your culture to do your thinking for you. You need to do your own thinking. You need to think your own truth. That's exactly what God wants you to do. That's why he gave you the mental faculties to do it. Imagination. To do things in a way you want to do them, you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. This is the first steps towards getting rich and getting what you want in your life. To think what you want to think is to think truth regardless of appearances. Level number one when it comes to truth, everything in this world happens by law. Nothing is happening on accident. Everything is happening the way that it's supposed to. And when you think negatively, you're only setting yourself up to receive negative things in your life. And when you start to think about what you want and positive things from a place of gratitude and abundance and joy and love, you can only start getting more of those things. That is a law. It happens for everyone, everywhere, all the time. It doesn't matter who you are. Level number two to this conversation is you get to originate your own truth. You can make up whatever your truth is and you should make it good. You should make it inspiring. You should make it based on your purpose in life, what you love to do, the impact you want to make. That's your truth. The goals that you have for yourself, the person you want to become, the things you want to be doing, the things you want to achieve. The relationships you want to grow and build. That's your own truth. You got to think your own truth regardless of the appearances. That's what we have to do because you have the natural and inherent power to think what you want to think. Most people don't know that either. You are choosing what you're thinking about every day. Now you're going to have thoughts that are on autopilot, meaning these are thoughts that repeat every day for the most part. But you still have the ability to think what you want to think, especially when a situation occurs. But it requires far more effort to do so than it does to think thoughts which are suggested by your appearances. So again, when you are using your five senses, it's easy to think what your five senses are telling you. I saw that I don't have all the money. That I need to start this business. I hear that someone said I need money to start my business. The problem with that, guys, is that you're allowing the physical environment to control your thinking instead of originating an idea that says, I'm going to start my business. I'll find out. I'll find out how to get the money. The money will come to me. What can I do to start earning the money? How much money will I need? Have I actually sat down and ran the numbers? Oh, I'm going to need $5,000. Okay, how can I start making $5,000? I can make $5,000. Making $5,000 is possible. It's possible for me. People do it every day. Why can't I not have that? You're thinking your own truth when you start speaking that way. There's got to be a way to make $5,000. And when you start thinking that way, the idea to make the $5,000 will come to you. The question is, will you execute on that idea? Because again, that idea usually comes across very illogical and does not make sense. Or sometimes the idea is just too simple for people. Well, to make the $5,000, because I want to get this business off the ground in the next 60 days, maybe I can go out there and sell some stuff in my garage. Um, I could do a couple of side side jobs on, on the side for people. I know a guy who asked me for my help. He was willing to pay me an extra thousand. Okay, let me go ahead and do that. Now you got yourself $5,000. It is that simple, guys. But you'll never get to that position if you're not even thinking in a certain way. You're just allowing the physical results to do your thinking. That's why, guys, you have to be careful who you hang around because if you're hanging around people who always say why you can't do something, it's, that's a dangerous way to live. There's always a way. When you believe that all things are possible and there is a way, the way will be shown. You will get the idea. You will run into somebody. An opportunity will be presented. The question is, will you execute? Your ability to execute will be based on your way of thinking about things. This is why Wallace Z. Waddle says it here. Your way of doing things is a direct result on the way you think about things. Of the way that you think about things. So how you see the world will dictate the way that you act. How you respond. If you see possibility, if you see opportunities, if you see what's possible and abundance and things that you can do, you'll execute on ideas. But if you see lack and scarcity and why something can't happen, you won't even see an opportunity. You'll be blind to it. The opportunities are usually smacking you right in the face, But when a person does not think in a certain way and they only operate based on their five senses, they don't see opportunities. They see failures. They see mistakes. They see lack. They see scarcity. When a person's operating with their imagination, they are thinking in a certain way. They can't help but see opportunities. That's the difference. This is why they both could be in the same business doing the same thing, selling the same product, but getting two different results. Because again, you have the natural and inherent power to think what you want to think, but it requires far more effort to do so than it does to think thoughts which are suggested by appearances. To think according to appearances is easy. To think truth regardless of appearances is laborious and requires the expenditure of more power than any other work you have to perform. There is no labor from which most people shrink as they do from that of sustained and consecutive thought. Continuing, if so, let's make this simple. When you continue to focus on the outcomes you want, even though the results don't show it, that's going to require focus and energy and obsession and emotion. This is why I say the best place to start is with the purpose. Why would you do that in the first place? When you find meaning in your life and you know why you're waking up in the morning and you know what you're dedicating your life to, to start thinking about this vision and these dreams and these fantasies won't be a stretch. Because you're coming at it from a place of purpose. You know why you're doing that. For the people out there, excuse me, pardon me, for the people out there who do not know why they're waking up in the morning, you do not have meaning, you need to find your purpose in life. And one resource that I've created to help people do that is the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet, which you can get in my profile. If you're on YouTube, it's in the description. If you're on TikTok, it's in it's the link in the bio. That's one free resource that you can use to help you get clear on your purpose. If you don't have meaning, if you don't know what you're dedicating your life to, you're just existing, you're aimlessly walking through life right now. You need to do something about that. Because that's why you're having lack of motivation, no discipline, you don't feel inspired, you're unmotivated, you're in the wrong career, you're not happy. That's why. So to even get to a point where you really start to think for yourself, you got to start with a purpose. You got to have a burning desire to do so in the first place. That's what it's all about. There's no labor from which most people shrink as they do from that of sustained and consecutive thought. That's what I'm saying. It, It takes effort. It takes effort, but it doesn't feel that way when you're living with a purpose. Doesn't feel that way when you're living with a purpose. Now, he, he gives us examples here. It requires more power to think about health when surrounded by the appearances of disease or to think riches when in the midst of appearances of poverty. But when you acquire this power, you become a master of your mind. You can conquer your fate because you can have what you want by thinking your own truth. This power can only be acquired by getting hold of the basic fact which is behind all appearances. That there is one thinking substance from which and by which all things are made. Meaning, if you accept the fact that it's our thoughts that contribute to the appearances we see, then you can start to change the way you think. Remember, there's another great author who supports this exact point, which I never hesitate to share with you guys, because it answers the question why so many people stay stuck and don't change. To be transformed, the whole basis of your thoughts must change. But your thoughts cannot change unless you have new ideas. But what was I just reading over here? This power can only be acquired by getting hold of the basic fact. This idea, this new idea, which is behind all appearances. Everything comes from a thought. That is a new idea. Most people don't even know that. They just think things happen randomly. For you think from your ideas, all transformation begins with intense burning desire to be transformed. The first step in the renewing of the mind is desire. You must want to be different before you can begin to change yourself. So these ideas that I'm communicating in this show for a lot of you guys, these are new ideas. You want to start thinking from these ideas. With repetition, by the way, not just once. We must grasp the truth, and I'm going to paraphrase this here. We must grasp the truth that every thought that is held with emotion with and impressed upon the subconscious mind with repetition will cause that thought to take form and become visible in our physical world. It's exactly what has happened. Someone along the line thought about TikTok. Hey, these other social media platforms to keep charging people to use the platform and to see things that they don't want to see. You know, and TikTok's like, screw that. Why don't we just do the opposite? They thought their own truth, regardless of what else was going on. Jeff Bezos, I'm going to sell books on Amazon on the internet before 2000. Who buys books before 2000 on the internet? I'm going to drop out of Harvard and start this social media company. Mark Zuckerberg, thinking your own truth regardless of appearances. People do it every day. You can too. You have to understand that your your power that you have when it comes to your thoughts is the most powerful thing. When you truly get a hold of an idea or what really should be said, when you allow an idea to get a hold of you, you'll go out there and do just magnificent things. Because you've fallen in love with this idea. You're obsessed. You're absolutely all in on this new truth of yours, regardless of the appearances. And so for some people, it says, well, that's hard work. You know, that takes a lot of effort. That seems too challenging. It's challenging and hard for people who are not committed, who are not obsessed, who haven't fallen in love. When you fall in love with something, it's not hard. You do things that are that are required. You'll do you'll go to the ends of the earth. It's the way it works. We have to understand that. When we realize this, we will lose all doubt and fear because we know that we can create what we want to create. We can get what we want to have and become who we want to be. I don't live a stressful life, guys. My life is really stress-free. I don't do any worrying. I really don't have a reason to worry about anything. Because I understand that thinking that way never works. It never works. Getting stressed out and worried about worst case scenarios will never work. Why think that way? I choose not to. And because I choose not to and I go immediately to telling myself things are going to work out. I don't need to know how. I don't have to worry about nothing. And every time things work out. I am thinking my own truth when I say that. According to the appearances, oh my God, this looks chaotic. It looks like things are not going to work out. How's this going to happen? I don't get caught up in that. I say things are going to work out because they have to work out. It's the way the universe works. Things work out. And because I believe that, because that's my own truth, that's exactly what I set myself up to receive. Things working out, and they do. And you can do the same thing. You can do the same thing, but you got to start feeding your mind new ideas. You got to think your own your own ideas. So let's cap this off, and then we'll address your guys' comments here. I'm going to share. Now, this is what I get into uh, my clients with. And so I'll just give you guys um, what we go through sometimes when we read this topic. I'm going to leave you off with five points here. Five points. And you're going to want to pay attention here. So you may want to write this down or bookmark this or timestamp this so you can go back and listen to it. The first step towards getting what you want is to think your own truth regardless of appearances. That's point number one, to think about what you want and not think about what you don't want. Again, the first step towards getting what you want in life is to think your own truth regardless of appearances. How do you think your own truth? You use your imagination you use your will to focus on that imagination. You use your reason to reject things that are not in harmony with what you're imagining. Okay? And you get emotion involved in that, of course. Because that is what becomes something that you start passing over to your subconscious mind. Which then change, changes the way that you feel, produces the emotion called faith, and changes the way that you act towards things in your environment, which is why the law of attraction will give you whatever it is that you're focusing on. You and I, mankind, human beings are actually spiritual beings with the power to think their own thoughts and impress those thoughts upon their subconscious mind and the universe, which will cause that thought to move into form. We all have that ability. That's what we've been talking about this entire show. Go look at the results. Go look at people's autobiography. Go look at the things that people accomplished and always ask this question. What were they thinking about? How can this be proved? Which brings me to point number three. How can this be proved? How can this be true? You can find this to be proved And you can find this to be true by doing two things. One, holding the image of what you want, regardless of your appearances. And two, self-reflect on your past results. Look in the area of your life that you have been excelling for years. You've had no issues. It's been constant growth and success. Tell me in that area that you do think your own truth. You think about what you want, you don't doubt. You think of, from a place of what's possible. Now go to the area of your life where it's not the what you want. You're not getting the results. Things are not really improving. Look at the way that you think when it comes to that area of your life. The point number four. The basic fact behind all appearances is that it was produced from another person's thought. This is why when you self-reflect, you will see that. And point number five, to start practicing these ideas that we have talked about today, you must believe that all things come from a person's thought, that we are a thinking center. We have the ability to impress our own thoughts into the universe and to our subconscious mind and by holding those thoughts with accuracy and discipline we will cause that thought to move into form and ultimately get what we want practice gratitude practice visualizing practice responding with what you want not react with what you don't want Feed your mind new ideas, for you think from your ideas. God has given us the ability to think for ourselves. That's called the imagination. We basically are seeing life through the eyes of God. That's what imagination is. And he allows us to be able to create things. Because all transformation begins with an intense burning desire to be transformed. The first step in the renewing of the mind is desire. You must want to be different before you can begin to change yourself. Then you must make your future dream a present fact. You do this by assuming the feeling of your wish fulfilled. By desiring to be other than what you are today, you can create An ideal of the person you want to be, and assume that you are already that person. If you persist in this, it will become a dominating feeling, and the attainment of your goal is inevitable. Think in your own truth, guys. Think in your own truth. Let's go back. Someone asked me to repeat number four. Number four is the basic fact behind all appearances is that it was produced from another person's thought. A thought that was impressed with repetition upon their subconscious mind and the universe and caused that thought to move into form. You've done this already. You've done this already. I've used the example on a very basic level. With the iPhone, every time the iPhone comes out every year, you'll have someone who becomes very obsessed about it. They want it. That's all they keep thinking about. They only see why they can get it. Even if they don't have the cash, they'll figure it out. They'll take out the payments. They'll do whatever they got to do. They are thinking their own truth regardless of appearance. According to appearances, they can't get the iPhone. They can't afford the iPhone. They don't have money for the iPhone. But what do they do? They keep obsessing over it. They keep going back to the website. They keep going back to YouTube. They keep seeing the influencers talk about the iPhone. They keep looking at the ins and the outs. They look at the payment plans. They start trying to figure, how can I get this phone? They are impressing that thought onto their subconscious mind. They're impressing the thought upon the universe, and sooner or later, it happens. They get the phone. That's one of the basic examples that you can see in today's world. We have to stop allowing appearances to do our thinking for us. The third point. How can you prove this to be true? Doing two things. Holding the image of what you want regardless of your appearances. Meaning every single day, you're focusing on your goal, which should be on a card or somewhere that you can read. And you keep thinking about that regardless of appearances. You keep telling yourself that it's happened. You keep seeing yourself experiencing it. You use your imagination. The second way to do it is to look at your past results and connect the dots with what you were dominantly thinking about, good or bad. That's how you can prove this to yourself. Okay. Thinking our own truth. I think I'm going to have to make this some type of Program or masterclass. What do you guys think? Do you guys think I should dive more into this? Because I also did not discuss. Another part of thinking your own truth. Because the other part of thinking your own truth is understanding The universal laws. The law of cause and effect. If you think negatively, that's the energy you send out. That's what you get back. The law of polarity. There's an opposite to everything. You get to think whatever you want. You can look for what's bad or you can look for what's good. That's thinking your own truth. Focusing on the good. The law of rhythm. There are seasons in life. How are you thinking when seasons change? When there's a time where it seems like there's a lot of change in your life, and then there's going to be a period of of your life where there is no change. It's just, you know, you're not moving anywhere. Nothing crazy is happening. It's kind of routine. What's your thinking? Because the seasons are going to come and go. Just like the pandemic was a season of chaos. They'll come back again. There'll be something else, something else will happen and everybody will become scared and it will throw people into shambles. Like something again will happen. Happens almost every decade. There's a season to life. All right, let's get into or address some comments here. That you guys may have. Let's see here. Let me hook you guys up so people can see what I'm seeing. There we go. All right. Now I'm going to address some comments first, and then you guys can call into the show. Remember, if you guys want to call into the show, you'll have to go over to YouTube and hit the link in the, uh, in the chat, okay? It's a Zoom link. You hit there. You don't have to turn on your camera or nothing. Just if you want to ask me a question directly, you can't, all right? But I want to first address some comments that were made. So let me scroll down here. How many coaches have you had that have helped you and best advice you've ever been given? That's a good question. Well, let's do it this way. Uh the primary mentor that I've studied under and spent the most money investing in was Bob Proctor. Then Bob Proctor has an amazing gentleman who is in who's in charge of the consultants because you can become a consultant of bob Proctor's material um There's a gentleman that actually is in charge of that His name is Doug dane absolutely phenomenal person. If you ever come across his profile or anything, make sure you follow him he's absolutely i would say. This is how powerful this guy is. I only had to talk to him on a few occasions and he absolutely changed my life. Like that's how powerful he is. And we all are that powerful, but his, the way he talks and how he does things is just, it's, it's life changing. Um, So he would be somebody. Um, Another person is, her name would be Melissa. She's actually a coach for Bob Proctor. Uh, she amazing as well. I mean, she's just like an angel. Uh, she's really helped me on quite a few occasions. Um, I've had other coaches who were my accountability partners. Um, that really has helped me as well. There's another guy named, uh um, Brian Delmasso. Um, I did a lot of things with him. Um, that was phenomenal as well. So there's quite a few people that um, I've been mentored by and I've listened to and I've studied and I went to them for help. And there's another guy on this platform on TikTok. His name is Todd. He's a phenomenal dude as well because he actually helped me uh, on TikTok. Um, so I wouldn't be here technically, I guess, if it wasn't for me reaching out to him and him giving me clear instructions. So I'm always going to give him that credit because he really helped me a lot. And so the best advice I've ever been given. The best advice I've ever been given is you're not broken. That's the best advice. Stop trying to make everything about that you're broken. There's something wrong with you. Nothing's wrong with you. You're not broken. Just go do whatever you want to do. That advice came from Doug Dane. That's why he would always recommend, recommend the book Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. Phenomenal book. Because we grow up in our life thinking that there's something wrong with us. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. Okay? When you start getting in control of your mindset, you'll see. And when you start studying yourself by reading these books, you'll see that you're not actually broken. You're just learning, again, how to be your true self. That's really what you're doing here. All right, let me get to some other comments here. Let me actually back up. Repetition is the source of belief, yep oh yeah this was the troll that we had this morning that beard is stopping you the curls is not your own truth got it you're a funny dude um, what was my biggest limiting belief in my past uh, the biggest limiting belief in my past is that i am not worthy I am not worthy of happiness, love, or success. Because when someone... So, for example, in my own story, I think that was a result of me being molested. And then um, abandonment issues because my mom was a drug addict. I, I didn't go home with her. So I was immediately removed from my mother... Um, they were going to give me over to the state, so then my father had to come and get me out of the hospital eventually, and he dropped me off with his then baby mama, that we would call it, and then I never saw him after that, <clears throat> and then I ended up being adopted. So those things right there <clears throat> would contributed to why I believe that was not worthy of happiness, love, or success. That's no longer the case, obviously, but yeah, to answer your question. What if you know what your purpose is, but you deny it? Well, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to just keep denying it? I mean, how are you supposed to live the life you want if you keep denying the things that you would love to do? Ask that question. How are you supposed to live the life that you want if you keep denying the things that you want? It's generational trauma programming. It sure is. It sure is. And they reinforce it every February. Right. See, we got some true thinkers here in this chat today. Because I know I'm not the only person who thinks this. <laughs> you know? I, I understand. Listen, I'm very grateful for my culture in a lot of respects. Um, and especially what our great-grandparents... in my I guess because I'm a millennial so I'm gonna say great-grandparents or even great-great-grandparents had to endure they already paid the price they did things that we no longer have to do and don't have to deal with but people still walk around as if that's what they still have to deal with that's not the truth now however that's not my truth that may be their truth because again what you believe in is what you set yourself up to experience. So this, it doesn't even matter what my opinion is on the matter. What matters is what do you believe in? You know, that, that's really what it always comes down to, which is why I never get into the business of trying to convince you or anyone else of anything. It will always be based on your belief system. And when you start to reevaluate your belief system, why would you reevaluate your belief system? Because you've got new information that maybe you've never heard before, that you've never thought about, that no one ever told you. And again, the news, Hollywood, music, and social media, for the most part, they're not going to tell you this information. Uh, Let's see here. I'm trying to tell my friend to find a goal. She's 19 and a little lost. I'm quite worried for her. I'm 16. I wouldn't be worried for her. She'll figure it out. The best advice that I could ever give to someone who is a teenager or is just graduating 19, 20, is you need to go out there and live your life. You need to go out there and be curious. You need to go out there and explore. Go travel. Get out of, get out of your city. Go meet different personalities and focus on developing a high income skill, by the way. What are the books you're reading from? I'm reading um, The Science of Getting Rich, Think and Grow Rich to the Power of Awareness. Uh, The Science of Getting Rich is written by Wallace D. Waddles. The Power of Awareness is written by Neville Goddard. And Think and Go Rich is written by Napoleon Hill. Law of Attraction is not real. You're absolutely right because that's what you believe. But in the same respect, you're wrong. Because when you say Law of Attraction is not real, that's exactly what you attract. I've been trying this for years LOA is a scam and because I believe that I get scammed. Why do you think people get scammed? Why do you think people get bullied? They set themselves up to experience that. I was bullied throughout school. I know this firsthand. I was bullied not necessarily because of my skin color. I was really bullied because I walked around as a weak child. I allowed people to take advantage of me. I never stood up for myself. So what do bullies do? They find people who are weak. They point them out. It's obvious. It's energy. Boom. You've been trying, but have you been living this information? See, there's a difference between trying and living. And by the way, the law of attraction is not what you should even be focusing on. You really should be focusing on the law of vibration, the way that you feel. The law of vibration is a scientific fact. Everything in this universe is vibrating. Everything in this universe is moving. Everything in this universe is energy. There's no way to dispute that. You may not want to believe it, just like you could be the person who says, I don't believe in the law of gravity. It doesn't care. It doesn't matter. Because if you go at the top of your house and jump off, you're going down, buddy. So you don't have to believe. It doesn't matter. But understand, you're choosing to do that to yourself. If you say something won't work, it won't work. If you say something is a scam, it is a scam. The thing about it is everything that you're doing, absolutely... um, is a result of your own thinking. I just read it today. You're over here bringing up the law of attraction, and I never even spoke about the law of attraction until you brought it up. I've been just talking about the way that you think. Are you thinking in a way that's going to help you get to where you want to go? If you think that this is a scam, how does that actually help you get what you want? How does thinking that this material is a scam help you get what you want? Let's remove the material. How is the way that you're thinking about your life and your results helping you get to where you want to go? Just answer those questions for yourself. Are you thinking in a way that is helping you get to where you want to go in life? Is the answer yes or is the answer no? Are you getting the outcomes that you want in life? If you're not getting the outcomes, if you're not getting the results, is it the method that is wrong or is it your use of the method that is wrong? Is Napoleon Hill wrong? The guy who's responsible for more millionaires than any other book? Is he wrong? Or is your application of this book wrong? I'm not here to convince you of anything, buddy. You can answer those questions for yourself. Okay. No, it is just not real. If it was real, it would not take years to manifest. Okay. You guys know why I'm here today? It took five years to get here. It took me five years to get to this point where I have a absolutely booming show, by the way. This is one of the best podcasts out there. My TikTok channel has blown up. I've got clients signing up every single day. That took five years. I mean, it will not take years to manifest. Let's just give you some education. Let me give you some information. Maybe that might help you. One of the universal laws are called the law of gender. This is where a spiritual seed is planted and must move into its physical equivalent. The whole point of the law of gender points out that there's always a gestation period and a timeline that must elapse. You see... To fly a plane in the sky, the ideas and everything we needed was always here. It just took some brothers who started thinking their own truth to finally figure it out. To create electricity had always been here. It's not like a comet hit the earth and then special materials came out of it and then gave us the ability to create electricity. It was always here. It just took someone to start thinking that way. It took them years to manifest. Do you even know what manifest is? When you step outside your backyard and your intention is to plant a garden, whether that is fruits, vegetables, or roses, you know that when you plant it, a timeline must elapse. You know when your wife becomes pregnant, there must be 280 days that must go by. We don't know how long anything is going to take, but we do know that the outcome is possible and can happen for the person who thinks their own truth. This is a universal law. We see this in nature all the time. Those trees that you see, they were not always there. At one point, they were just a little acorn on the ground somewhere. See, everyone in the comments already knows, if you keep affirming that something is not real, then that's exactly what you will manifest. That's what I'm trying to tell people today, is the universe does not care. The only purpose of the universe is for advancement, expansion, and fuller expression. That's the only reason why it's here. And the way that it makes it happen is through the thoughts that we get. It wants us to execute these dreams, these fantasies, because it's for the advancement of all existence. The universe, on a scientific level, is expanding so fast that no one can really comprehend the speed. The universe is so vast, we don't even know how many universes there could be. It keeps growing. This is scientifically proven. So again, it's your own truth, man. If that's what you think, then that's what will be true for you. I need your coaching. Yeah, you can go to my profile and click on the life audit call link. We'll see if we can actually help you. I'm not too sure, but I'd love to talk to you, of course. Uh, physics proved this. I know, guys, I'm not really into scientific like that, like science as far as phys- physics go. Um, Well, let me say, I, I probably won't say that. I would probably say I'm more an, of a nerd when it comes to that because I really do love planets and stuff like that. My point is is that I haven't even introduced the conversation of physics. Because I don't think the average person could comprehend that. Like, you're made up of billions of cells. That's what you are. Made up of cells. And cells are made up of matter and energy. And and, this is... And again, why are so many people having a hard time with this information? Because the awareness isn't there yet. Like the awareness wasn't there for the airplane for thousands of years. As a collective, we were not aware enough. It's just like one day we will be on Mars when we become aware of how to do it. But it's going to take time. It's going to take years to manifest. It's our level of awareness that speaks to the results we're getting, not only in our own life, but as a community, as a society, as humans, our collective level of awareness is why we are where we are right now in our existence. And when someone starts to think outside of physical appearances, they'll raise the level of awareness again. They'll do something that everybody said that couldn't be done. And then what happens? They shift the paradigm. Everybody's like, oh, that is possible. I can do that too now. That's the way that it works. Isn't it wonderful how powerful and magical we are? Absolutely. What should I do if I try to manifest but still do not realize anything in reality? Well, there's more context to your question, meaning what is it that you're trying to manifest? How long has it been? But in all reality, if I was just going to get to the root cause here, because that's what you think about. You've been thinking that it hasn't been happening. That's why. This is why I said point number three was how can you prove this to yourself? You prove this to yourself by holding the image of what you want, regardless of your appearances, and then also self-reflecting on your past results and connecting the dots to your thinking. You see, the good things that you got in your life came as a result of you not saying things like that. You didn't say, oh, well, where is it at? How long is this taking? Why hasn't it happened? You weren't thinking that way. You were operating from a place of assumption. It already happened in your mind. You knew it was going to happen. You had a sense of knowing. Whatever it is you're trying to manifest, you probably don't have a sense of knowing. You may not even really emotionally believe. And if we go to Power of Awareness, Chapter 24, called Failure, um, Neville Goddard breaks this down very simply. The fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. Regardless of your desire, regardless of how faithfully and intelligently you follow the law, if you do not feel natural about what it is that you want to be or have, you will not get it. So does it even feel natural for you to manifest the thing that you want? How do you improve or increase the feeling of naturalness? You exercise your imagination. You see yourself with it. You only think about that. You don't think about why it can't happen. You don't let doubts control you. You reject all that. You basically become obsessed like it's already happened. The essential feeling of naturalness can only be achieved by persistently filling your consciousness with Imagination. If your assumptions are not fulfilled, if you do not get what you want, it's because of some error or weakness in your consciousness. That's all it really is. If you are not manifesting the things that you want, it's a weakness or an error in your consciousness. It's the way that you think. You're not thinking in a certain way. Basically... To think what you want to think is to think truth regardless of appearances. Are you thinking your own truth regardless of appearances? When you ask that question, you're not thinking your own truth. You're allowing the appearances to do your thinking for you. That's why you ask the question. If you believe that it was already done and you had a sense of knowing that it was already yours, why would you ask that question? There'd be no point. You can always tell where you are in your level of belief and understanding based on the questions you ask based on how you describe the way things are when i when i ask people hey how's your day going oh it's okay tells me everything i need to know right there so it it doesn't matter how we approach it we'll arrive at the same truth if you are asking that question it means you're not thinking in a certain way It means you're not thinking your own truth. It means you're allowing the physical results to control your thinking. You are trying to look for evidence. You're trying to figure out when it's going to happen. And quite frankly, that is not your job. That's not your job. Your job is to hold the image of what you want on your mind using your imagination. Your job is to think your own truth, regardless of appearances, and go out there and take action. And just because something doesn't work, doesn't mean it's not working. Just because of this opportunity you had, you thought was going to blow up your life in a good way, didn't blow up, doesn't mean it's not working. You have to understand one basic premise here, which is the way I live my life, is everything is working out for you. If everything is working out for you and you truly believe that, there's no reason to ask that question. Guys, I don't ever say, why am I not getting clients today? What's going on? Why haven't I earned money? I already know why. Am I thinking my own truth? Am I focused on what I want? And am I taking the actions that I know I should be taking? Am I putting myself in a position to receive? What am I giving? Am I serving people? Am I helping people? That's what it is, guys. That's what it is. Thank you. Stop trying to manifest. It already is. (laughs) I think you summed it up better than me. (laughs) let's see exactly trying we don't try we do right yep doug dane is the is that's how you spell it What's your biggest fear? I don't have a big. I don't have a big fear. I could tell you what my biggest fear used to be. I fear dying. That used to be my biggest fear. But I no longer fear that anymore, because I understand that we're energy. We're spiritual beings. I may leave this body, but it doesn't mean I cease to exist. Oh, let's see facts spirit always tells me this there's nothing wrong with you exactly your hair is g- gorgeous trolls are wild today i know right <laughs> uh yeah i know did you say that fear is a troll hold on you know what i apologize to my viewers on youtube i just remembered. <laughs> let me let me let me check in with my people on youtube oh let's see here i've been watching for a while and you always mention bob proctor so recently i've been watching his videos and it's crazy because you sound just like him when you talk i just thought that was cool you both are very awesome and uh what your the insights on manifesting have changed my life thank you i really appreciate that audio is better on youtube as compared to tiktok Yeah, because I'm talking into a microphone. Absolutely. My husband and I watched this show together. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you guys for watching. What's a good practice when challenges overlap each other? Don't get involved. Don't worry about them. Don't doubt. Just say, hey, things are going to work out. It'll work itself out. Uh, Me and my wife, we have two different businesses, two different schedules, um, and I don't ever worry about challenges that may come up because our schedules are different. It always works out in the end. Once you get your imagination right, what is the next step towards success? The next step is following your intuition, executing the ideas, um, moving forward. Putting yourself in positions to receive what you're asking for. When I say putting yourself in positions to receive what you're asking for, let's talk about that. For example, if you're a business owner and you want to double your income, what different actions could you be taking to receive more money? Right? If you want to improve your relationships with your children, what actions are you taking to make that happen? Are you doing more dinners with each other? Are you taking more family trips? Are you having more intelligent conversations heart to heart? Right, Those actions put you in a position to receive what you're asking for. If you're looking to find the right person to have a relationship with. Are you taking care of your health? Are you thinking optimistic? Are you loving yourself? Do you respect yourself? Do you carry yourself? Are you grateful about life? Are you putting yourself in a position to be the person that that person would wanna be with? That's what I'm talking about. You put yourself in a position to receive. When you're staying persistent and doing the daily process, You put yourself in a position to receive success. Can you talk about how to forgive hurtful things people you love that have said to you? Yeah, you know, the thing about it, guys, is that I remember after my adopted mother passed away, I got a phone call from my biological mom. And I got this phone call because my sister from the adopted side, me and her was not getting along. Because she was trying to get money out of me. Every time I got any money, she was trying to get it out of me, basically. So give you guys some context. My mother passed away right at the beginning of my senior year. During my senior year, I don't live at the house because basically one of the other sisters removed everything from the house that belonged to our mother. Um, Everybody went their separate ways. Uh, Nobody was really there to say, hey, let me make sure you graduate school or anything like that. So I left and ended up living with my friend, my best friend at the time. Then I end up graduating. I come back to the house and my sister is living there. And the only job I could hold down at the time was working at Starbucks. And every time she knew I got paid, she was always asking for money. Well, you owe me this. You owe me that. So we started butting heads over that. And she was, she's a, she's a woman who lives in fear, by the way, she's all lacking scarcity. Um, so she calls up for some reason, my biological mom and tells her that she's having issues with me. Go talk to him. So my biological mom calls me one day. I didn't even know it was her calling by the way, because this is still in the time where there's no cell phones, guys. This is landline. So I answered the phone and um, she immediately starts screaming. What is your problem? You need to respect your sister. You're going to listen to what I have to say. I'm your mom now. This is the way it's going to be. And I just hang up. And I'm angry at her for years because of that conversation. I hated her because of that conversation. Who are you when you're a drug addict? You had no business having kids, but you had kids with different fathers. Five of them, by the way. You were nowhere to be found ever. You lived your life on drugs and alcohol. You mooched off people. Then all of a sudden, you come into my life and tell me that you're my mom now and I'm going to listen to you. Okay. So I was pissed, very triggered over that conversation. And um, I realized through forgiveness, I was hurting myself by holding on to that. See, the power of forgiveness is to make space for what you want in your life. When you truly forgive, you're letting go and making space for what you want to happen. So for the people who may have had a bad relationship in the past, you can't have a good relationship if you don't make space for that by letting go of the bad relationship. This is why people are told in relationships, you need to get help. You need to get counseling or therapy. You need a coach. You need to let go of these limiting beliefs because they will impact your future relationships. So anyways, um, the way I got past that is just true forgiveness. I forgave her because she's ignorant. She didn't know any better. She's on drugs. She's a product of her own environment. She's a product of of my grandmother who also is ignorant. She did not live a good life either. She's a woman who takes no responsibility for anything. She produced kids who thought the same way. It's just like the, my cousin who molested me. He molested me because his father molested him. People are just programmed. They're a product of their own environment until they start changing the way that they think, obviously. So by understanding all of this and understanding that I'm only hurting myself in the end anyway... Um, I got to let that stuff go. How am I going to be a coach and a mentor for people? If I can't let go of things that happened in my past, that would be a hypocrite. Right. How can I demand my children to learn about forgiveness if I don't have it? Right. So this is why everything I am saying on my shows is because I live this way. I don't, this is not really an opinion of mine. I actually do this. I've forgiven my mom and my father who both are drug addicts and never contribute to anything except uh, me. I'm grateful that they did exist because I obviously wouldn't be here. Um, in some weird way, uh, I'm grateful for my cousin because without that experience, it wouldn't have shaped me into the person I am today. And it was a true challenge for me to overcome in my life. And it's a challenge that I can go out there in the world and say, hey, guys, it's possible you can change. You can change. You can get past things like this. And if I can get past being molested as a child, you can get past anything. And that's just one example. There's people who've had other things happen to them that's way outside what I'm talking about that's. Ten times worse. This is not a conversation of comparison, by the way. What I'm saying is, is that these situations that happened to me as a child, they happen for me. So that's how I get past hurtful things that people have said to me in the past, hurtful things that people have done, mistakes that have been made against me, um, even mistakes I've made against other people. I've had to forgive that as well. Yeah. Yep. And I'm very grateful for being adopted. Just imagine if I was raised by those individuals. (laughs) I don't think I'd be here. I don't think I would be here. So I'm grateful that I was adopted. That's what I said. Everything's always working out for you. If you truly open your eyes, you'll see that. Because I easily could have been that kid who just got caught up in the prison system because I'm so angry. But I ended up going to the military and harnessing that anger and serving this country. That's what I ended up doing. Let's see here. That's a good question, too. Have you forgiven yourself yet as well? Because I always say there's three points to forgiveness. One... um. You got to forgive yourself too. forgive the person, forgive the situation, move on, let it go entirely. Let it go entirely. All we have is today in our, I just turned a corner, not being sad about the past. All we have is today in our destined future. Exactly. You want to make space. You got to let go of the past. It's okay. You're not broken. You are amazing just as you are. Things are working out, but you have, again, what's the title of this? You have to think your own truth. And in one respect, on one level, the truth is everything operates by law. What you choose to think about is what you're going to set yourself up to experience. This happens for everyone, everywhere, all the time. It doesn't matter if you're a bum on the corner or you're some freaking uh, Wall Street Dude making millions of dollars. Doesn't matter who you are. The second part to this, thinking your own truth regardless of appearances, is you can originate your own truth. Think about what you want. Focus on that. See why it can happen. See yourself experiencing it. And start living from that place. Make decisions from that place. You want to see the world from that place that's when you're really thinking your own truth. You don't allow your five senses to do it for you. You're living in your imagination. You don't, it's not like you're ignoring what's happening. You know it's there. You take care of your responsibilities. You do your work, you take the actions that need that need to be taken, but you're still in your imagination living in the outcome that you want. And that's why Wallace D. Waddle says there's no labor from which most people shrink as they do from that of sustain. And consecutive thought. You can do it. You can absolutely do it. But this is why I always start with purpose. You gotta have burning desire. You gotta have a meaning, a reason why you're gonna do this in the first place, which is why, again, if you're just joining, why is that, Devore? Why do I need to have a burning desire? Why do I need to have some level of meaning or emotion behind this? Because All transformation begins with an intense burning desire to be transformed. The first step in the renewing of the mind is desire. You must want to be different before you can begin to change yourself. This is why when you start to imagine what you want, you start feeding the desire. And when the desire gets stronger and stronger and stronger, that's what you'll start focusing on. You'll start making decisions from that place. If you're that person wondering why you're not making decisions or you're not following through or you just keep getting in your own way, you got to ask yourself, do you really have a burning desire? Are you really obsessed? Like I had a question yesterday, Devore, why do you always have this energy on these shows? You do them every day. How are you never tired? Because I'm obsessed. I love this. This is not work for me. I'll do this in my sleep if I had to. I'll talk all day if I have to. Because I love emotion, love. One of the most powerful emotions. When you truly love something and you've allowed your purpose and idea to consume you, you'll go out there and do whatever that needs to get done. Doesn't mean you're not going to face challenges. Doesn't mean you're not going to have these moments of doubt, you know, where you get into your own head, but you're going to pass through those things because you're obsessed And to feed that level of obsession, you need to do what? To be transformed, the whole basis of your thoughts must change. But your thoughts cannot change unless you have new ideas. For you think from your ideas. You got to feed your mind the right information. You got to pick up this book or a book and read it with repetition. And not just read it because you want to gain more information, but read it because you want to live it. You want to apply it. You want to implement it into your life. You want to understand it. You want to become a student of it. This, guys, is thinking in a certain way. Be worried for yourself. LOL, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, Todd. Glad to see you in here. Exactly. If you're trying, you aren't. Exactly. You don't need to try. <laughs> it helps them remain a victim. Exactly. Check this out, ladies and gents. It's called idealism. Okay? So what's your what's your what's your intention when you say that? What are you looking to achieve by saying things like that? The name in the book I was holding is called The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. I like that. Stop saying my dream and replace it with my reality. I love that way. That's a good way of thinking. We all are infinite intelligence. Exactly. Oh my God. Do you stream on YouTube? I do. I'm on there right now. I'm on there right now. How can I be selected for some training program? See yourself being selected for the training program. Ask yourself, how would it feel to be selected? And keep replaying that in your mind. You got to live from a place of assumption. It's already done. What you're asking for, it already exists. Someone's going to be accepted. Why not you? I always say that when people are like, man, why not you? Someone's already done it. We already have the proof. We already have the proof. It's possible. All things are possible, by the way. Let's not forget that. Let me see. Um, Sometimes the comments get stuck for some reason. Here we go. Thank you for you guys' comments. (laughs) How did you heal heal from the... Molestation from the embarrassment. (laughs) I let it go. I let it go. Excuse me. I let it go. How did I let it go? I got new information. This is what I was just reading. I got new ideas. But your thoughts cannot change unless you have new ideas. For you think from your ideas and i had a burning desire to be transformed i was fed up i was like i'm tired of hating myself i'm tired of living my life with anger i'm tired of projecting this anger uh towards people you know i was really fed up and that's why i don't judge anyone for wherever they are right now you're where you're supposed to be some people still need to go through some things to finally reach that phase of being fed up it's just the way that it works it's okay you're okay. Things are going to work out. But the point here is that um, I let it go. I just made an irrevocable decision. I'm going to change. I'm going to let this go. I'm going to move on with my life. And there's multitude of things that I did. I wrote a forgiveness letter. I did gratitude where I said, I'm so grateful now that I've let things go uh, from my past. And I wrote that down like literally every single day for almost a year. And that's exactly what happened. I let things go from my past. And let me tell you guys something. Not everybody can do this, so I understand this. But it can be done. I've forgiven... This individual who molested me so much to the point where he reached out for my help and I helped him. I gave him some of the same ideas I've been telling you today. I gave those ideas to him and I gave it to his wife. I coached both him and his wife. that's not true forgiveness, then I don't know what is. And part of the motivation to get myself there is again, how am I supposed to go out there and be the change I want to see if I don't do things like that? If I don't forgive, if I don't let go, how can I experience the abundance that I have access to the greatness that God wants me to experience if I'm living in the past? It doesn't make any, the math won't add up on that. So it took some time, but I had to forgive and I did. And um, I wasn't really embarrassed about it. I was just more or less angry about it and guilt, guilty about it. That's really what it was. You see, when you're a child, things are outside your control. You can't do nothing about that. So there's no sense in blaming yourself for anything because there's nothing you could could have done about it. And I started to understand that. And it was best said this way. When you're living with guilt or shame or blaming or you're still holding on to anger and grudge from the past, what you're doing is picking up hot coal with your hand, looking to throw it at somebody. But you'll never get around to actually throwing it because in the process of picking that up, you burnt your hand. That's literally what you're doing. And to tack on to this, We're all energy. I also made a decision to stop carrying around negative energy. When you're carrying around the guilt, the shame, the anger, the jealousy, you're suppressing negative energy in your body. That leads to depression, people. That leads to dis-ease. It leads to disintegration. That's negative energy. When you become aware of this material and you continue to do that, okay now you're conscious and competent you're choosing to do that so when i became aware of this material i was not going to do that anymore i was i chose not to carry around negative energy like that that's not going to get me the results that i want so that's how i moved on from it and you can too you guys can too I didn't go to a therapist, I didn't go to a counselor, I didn't get medication, I just started educating myself on what what we've been talking about today, thinking my own truth. That's what I did. And the repetition of getting up every day and committing myself to doing that is why I got the result. Gratitude every single day for not only what I have, but also what I want. That's also what I did as well. Let's see here. How did you get past it? I think I just explained that. Let's see here. I think I just explained how I got past it. That's how I got past it, by doing those things. I just started focusing on what I wanted. and stopped focusing on things I can't change. I can't change what he did. You can't change what what... Listen, a minute ago has already happened. We can't change what happened a minute ago. It's done. So we need to stop thinking that we can. We can never change what happened in the past. Now what we can change is how we perceive what happened in the past. So another thing that I did is I changed the story. I went from, I'm a victim. God doesn't love me. The world is evil. How could this ever happen to me? Life's bad to, oh, this happened for me. This made me stronger. Now I can help people. This is, I'm grateful for this. Things have worked out for me. Look, I was actually adopted, man. Imagine if I was never adopted, where would I be? What is the opposite of doubt and worry, ladies and gentlemen? It's understanding. When you understand who you really are, when you understand the power you've been given, when you understand why people do the things that they do, you won't be operating from a place of doubt and worry. You'll be operating from a place of understanding. Understanding is what leads to faith. Well, before I got past all this, I was living from ignorance. I didn't know any of this information. I didn't know any of that. How did you get past the shame, especially when it's from a close family member? Forgiveness. The answer is always going to come down to forgiveness. No matter which way we approach this, forgiveness. And forgiveness, I think, is a result of your level of understanding. And your level of understanding is going to be contributed to the information that you're consuming. Are you picking up the books and actually reading them with intention? Forgiveness. To forgive entirely. To abandon completely. To, to cut that anchor off that ship and leave it down at the bottom of the ocean. And you're sailing towards what you want. That's forgiveness. Life's too short. As they say. And by the way, you guys want to know the cherry on top of this entire conversation and how I got past all that is you don't know when your last day is here. So I'd rather go out knowing that I did what I wanted to do, that I moved on, that I didn't have any regrets, that I didn't live with anger. Because you don't know. I've had so many people close to me that were my age or younger that passed away. I don't know when my last day is here. So I'd rather move on with my life and do the things I want to do and live it like that than to live my life with anger and jealousy and fear. And I don't want to do that. Let's see here. I just want to give you a big hug. Thank you. Uh, To do the shadow work is very important, I believe. Well, that's what you believe, then of course that's true for you. I've never had to do any shadow work. I'm not saying shadow work does not work, but I haven't had to do it, and I've gotten phenomenal results. And according to the information I have, my mentor Bob Proctor never really had to do that. Um, There's so many other people I know that did not have to do that, and they've gotten. Phenomenal results. So. That's great. If that works for you, keep doing it. Because, see, I don't I don't live from a place of limitation. A place of scarcity, a place of. What's wrong with me? I live from a place of abundance. I live from a place of possibility. I live from a place of what I want. And because that's what I focus on, that's what happens. Uh, uh, Power of awareness, Neville Goddard. Okay. If you guys need the actual link to this book, you're going to have to go over to my YouTube and hit the description. It's in there. Because when you search for this book on Amazon, for some reason, this version does not come up. But I had to do extra searching to finally find this exact version. So if you guys want to get that, um, you'll have to go to my description in my YouTube channel. Now, understand something. That was when I was looking it up. Maybe you might find it on your own. I'm just saying. If you want it easy, just go over to my YouTube description and hit the link. Do I have a book? I do have a book. It hasn't been published yet, though. (laughs) I have quite a few best selling books they just haven't been published but they will be uh how did you overcome the shame how did you forgive yourself i think i answered that uh forgiving myself i don't think i touched on that a little bit but i will forgiving myself i felt was actually the easiest part because you can't control what you can't control why are you holding that against you or against yourself You know, I also learned about self-image. Um, if you don't forgive yourself, that's why... Let's read it again. Let's go back to it. Chapter 24, Power of Awareness. Regardless of your desire, regardless of how faithfully and intelligently you follow the law, if you do not feel natural about what you want to be, you will not be it. I had to forgive myself if I don't forg- if I did not forgive myself it would have never felt natural for me to move on with my life and get better things so that's why it had to happen gratitude 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 gratitude. Devore, you know I'm just always filled with anxiety gratitude I just seem to be tense gratitude I'm not getting what I want. Gratitude. This is not working. Gratitude. If you just use gratitude as the primary thing you always go to, um, you're going to live an amazing life. Uh, Let's see here. All right. I'm not going to respond to that. So we'll move on from you because you're not making any sense. Okay. Okay. You want me to stop my show and then Google something? Okay. Thanks. Thanks for being very respectful and courteous, uh, courtesy or courteous for the people who are here for actual change. Uh, so nothing bad has really happened in my life, but I know something happens to everyone at some point. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. Why? Why get involved in that? You don't need to go through what I went through, by the way. And by the way, there's another law called the law of relativity. What may be a big deal to you is a small deal to me. Everything just is. It's our thinking that makes it so. So I don't tell this story from a place of victim and, oh my God, this is the worst thing that could have happened to me and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No, that's not where I'm coming from. What I'm coming from is that those situations caused me to think in a certain way that got me the results I didn't want in my life. When I changed the way I was thinking about them, then my life changed. That's what I'm talking about. If we're going to do the comparison game, there's always someone who has it worse, right? There's always that country out there worse than the next one. This is why I always am grateful for my time in the military, because I got to go to Afghanistan and Iraq and Germany, and I've got to see uh, a few countries uh, during my time. And in those countries, I got to see different cultures and the way that people live. And that was also a paradigm shift in and of itself. I got to see things in a different way that caused me to change what I believed in, caused me to see things in a different way when I came back to America. My point here is that never, uh, let me rephrase it this way, there's no reason for you to be terrified about anything because things are working out for you. You don't need tragedy to take place in your life. Don't worry about that. There's no reason to even think that way. You're on the path that you're on because that's what you're supposed to be on it's like my wife she's the same way she didn't our childhood are opposites but she doesn't need to go through what i went through to be a product of this material and to be successful and happy in her own life all she needs is understanding of the material that's it and the application of it actually applying it that's it Uh, listen let me read this to you guys man let me let me uh let me read this to you guys. Hold on. Excuse me. This is worth the wait. Let me take us there. Now, this is written by Thomas Choward. Okay? This I got this book. It's called the Edinburgh and Dora Lectures on Mental Science. All right. So what I'm reading from. Um, And by the way, when was this book published? Because I'm always a nerd when it comes to that. Uh, According to this, it says 1904. But I like to think it was probably um, conducted before that. But I might be wrong. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter anyway. I, I, I digress. Uh, anyhow, he says, my mind is a center of divine operation. This is what Wallace D. Wallace was saying. We are a thinking center. We're at the center of everything, the thoughts. We're a thinking center. My mind is a center of divine operation. Everything that we're experiencing, we're at the center of it. It's our thoughts that are setting us up to receive and experience the things that we're experiencing. The divine operation is always for expansion and fuller expression. This is what I was saying, how the universe only has one purpose, to expand, to advance, to grow for full expression. And it does that in a means that is the most uh, efficient. So sometimes the most efficient way for someone to change their life is for them to get into an accident that sends them to the hospital and they almost die. That sometimes is the most efficient way for someone to change their life. That doesn't happen to everybody, but it does happen to some people. Sometimes the most efficient way is for you just to pick up this book and just start reading and internalize it and start applying it. Because the universe always wants us to grow, expand. It wants to express itself. How does that happen? How does God express himself? Through us, through our imagination, through these ideas that we get. Which means... The production, I have to turn the page here, of something beyond what has gone before, something entirely new, not included in past experience, though proceeding out of it by an orderly sequence of growth. What does that mean? In short, it does not matter what happened yesterday. At any moment, you can make a decision to change your life, it doesn't matter. You don't have to expect a tragedy is going to happen. You don't need to do that. All you have to do is focus on what you want, because that's exactly what God wants you to do. He doesn't care what happened last year, last week, 10 years ago. That's got nothing to do with right now. All we have is right now. All we have is right now. Guys, if this wasn't the case, when we had the wars, we would have just killed ourselves. Self-destruct. Just kill everybody off the face of the earth. But that did not happen. So many great things came out of these world wars that took place. So many different inventions, new ideas, new ways of living, new ways of experiencing life. Therefore, since the divine cannot change its inherent nature, it must operate in the same manner in me, Uh, meaning if the universe is always expanding, it does not care what happened last year, yesterday, one second ago, it's only seeking growth. It's only expressing itself more, more, and more. That applies to you in your own mind, in your own life. does not matter what happened to you in the past. At every single moment, you have a choice to get out there and express the uniqueness that you've been given by God. You always have that choice. You always have that moment. This is why I keep telling you guys, things are always working out for you. It can't help itself. That's just the way that it turns. Consequently, in my own special world of which I am the center, it will move forward to produce new conditions, always in advance of anything that I've gone before. This is what I was just saying. It's always looking for you to grow. The universe, God, that's all, that's the purpose. Our inherent purpose is to grow, expand, advance, and express this uniqueness. And how do we do that? We have a purpose in this life. We express our gifts, our talents, our ideas to help others. That's why things always work out. That's why things are invented to help others to solve a problem. This is why there's nothing wrong with the world, people, because every time you see that there is some tragedy or some problem, someone on the other side of that is making a solution. They wouldn't make the solution if there was no problem. That's It's always moving in advance of anything that I've gone before. You, you'd have to read this a thousand times to even, I, I would probably say to even understand it. Even I still am learning to understand that. But one of the biggest points I understand about what I read to you is that it does not matter what has happened in the past. Life wants you to move forward. God wants you to move forward. And it will make conditions. It will give you opportunities to move forward. It will um, deliver ideas to you. Because you're at the center of this. How can I let go of hurt? The sadness of losing my dog. I can't focus on my future business. Well, the answer is in the question. You got to let go. It may take you some time. That's okay. It may take you some time to finally let go. That's okay. But sooner or later, you got to let go. You know, you know your dog was not going to live forever, obviously. and I'm not saying that to insult your intelligence. What I'm saying is, is that, obviously, when you lose something you love and you care about, there is a side of you that's going to hurt. You must understand that's not who you are. You must focus on the good things about the relationship you had with your dog and just focus on that. Don't focus, that. don't focus on the idea that your dog is gone. Focus on the time that you had together. That's how I think about my sister who passed away during uh, Thanksgiving last year. I don't think about, I don't really think that she's gone. I just think about all the times that we had together and that I remind myself we're all spiritual beings here. We're all still connected in some way, shape, or form. So I don't think about, well, she's never, same thing with my mother that adopted me. I don't really think that she's gone. I just think that, um, I just think about the memories. I focus on the good. I go to gratitude. And I focus on what I want. And that's what I would do if I were you. And by the way, don't beat yourself up. I mean, you're going to grieve. You're going to grieve. You cannot like, force yourself not to grieve. Like, you just have to go through that process. But you got to continue to go back to gratitude. you got to feed your mind. And then you also have to understand that when you experience these feelings of loss and guilt and, and, and grief, this is not you. This is your mind doing that. But that's not you. You're not your mind. You have a mind, but you're not the mind itself. So you have to kind of disconnect yourself when you're going through these periods, you have to disconnect yourself from these thoughts because that's what they are. And, and the thought, it's your five senses, it's your five senses doing this. Now, is that a challenge? Yes, it is a challenge. Can you do it? Absolutely. Can you get better at it? Absolutely. Will things get better for you? Yes. Will you finally move on? Yes. Yes. So look forward to that. Don't beat yourself up. Understand that it's a process and you will be fine in the end. Just go to gratitude. So going back really quick to rinse stuff, I'm also very grateful for my experience so far. That's all you need to think about. Don't think about anything else. I'm very grateful for my life continuing to be better. I'm grateful for, grateful for things always working out for me. I'm grateful that I've been given an amazing life I'm grateful that, that every aspect of my life is improving. Don't think about what you don't want. Do you have to meet the person to forgive them? I don't think you do. I don't think you have to meet the person. What are your thoughts on hypnosis? Hypnosis works with repetition. And if you believe that it works... how do you understand you understand through studying information if that's what you're asking you understand through studying information how do you study you read you apply you test things you ask for different perspectives on the topic whatever it is Um, I don't understand where you're going with this, but if the past built you and you accept it, then there's no need to revise yeah i'm I'm not too sure what you mean. Oh, I love you. Nice shirt by the way. You say Yo Sammy? Mm-hmm. Uh let's see here. Shadow work for me is telling the old program no this is the truth. Yeah, I will publish it. Yeah. Depends on your definition of of shadow work. I think some of what he said could be labeled as shadow work. Absolutely. Probably could be labeled that. But that's not the message here. The message here is not about shadow work. I don't know why we're even having these conversations here. It's not about that. This today. Today's live is about thinking your own truth regardless of appearances. Can you go deeper into the forgiveness letter that resonated with me? Yeah, I just write out in the present tense that I've forgiven that person for doing the things that they did. And I forgive myself for how I handle it. Because here's, here's reality. Once you turn 18, it's your responsibility what has happened to you, how you respond. And so my entire 20s, I allowed what had happened to me to control my life. I'm, that's my fault. That's my responsibility. So I had in this forgiveness letter to not only forgive that person but to forgive myself for holding it over my head and allowing it to impact my relationships with people. Because that's not why that's not why I'm here on earth. That's not what God wants for me. So, you know, um I need to forgive and and release that energy. So the forgiveness letter could start off by saying, you know, I'm so happy and grateful now that I forgive you for what you did to me and how it made me feel this way and that blah, 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 blah. And I also forgive myself because the way I've been responding and reacting and how that has controlled, I also forgive my lack of understanding of all of this and, and, and not listening to God's plan and trusting him and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Again, I only did the forgiveness letter a couple of times. The the one exercise that was very consistent and and was a common denominator was gratitude. That's where it was at for me. I was grateful for letting go of my past. That statement there alone was enough. Like that statement there, if you write that out every day and you truly start to feel it, you will let go. Because your thoughts will cause your feelings, your feelings will cause your actions. Gratitude is positive energy. When you start to become positive about the situations that occur, you start killing off the negative energy because the negative energy isn't getting any energy anymore. It starts to fade. So that's why I say the primary exercise would be gratitude. What to do when one has no motivation or energy to reach one's goals? You don't have a purpose. You need to get clear on what your purpose in life is. When you don't have a purpose, there's no reason for you to exist. But understand something, you do have a reason for exist. We all do. Your objective is to find out what that reason is. You may not find out that answer tomorrow, but you should be working towards that answer. And again, go back to what I'm just saying. Write down in a gratitude list that you are so grateful now that you have discovered your purpose in life. I am so grateful now that I'm living my purpose in life. I'm so grateful that my purpose has allowed me to live a better life. You want to write down and think about what you want to happen, not what you don't want. Everything just is. It's our thinking that makes it so. Exactly. Excuse me. Everyone has a story. Exactly. yep I totally get it. Just words, absolutely. My apologies. I was attempting to address the audience with this, okay, well, listen um this isn't a place where you come and you and you address my audience. This is a place where the audience comes and they receive information from me so they can make changes in their life. That's why this show exists. No other reason. I take this very seriously. People are spending their mornings, they're spending hours listening to me. We don't need people coming into the chat, dropping out ideas and things like that to distract people from the overall message today. I appreciate people watching. I appreciate people contributing. Please contribute, but stay on topic. Yeah, exactly. I'm this way. No traumatic childhood needed to live my best life. Just studying this material and get better every day. That's exactly what it's all about. Can someone tell me the book again, please? Um, I've read... <laughs> it's, it's on me, guys. I know I'm, I'm, I hop around different books. So let's go through them. Science of Getting Rich, Wallace D. Wattles, uh, also is something that is added on by Bob Proctor. He has a couple of amazing additions in that book. Um, the Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard, which is right here. Okay. Thinking Are Rich by Napoleon Hill. And the Edinburgh and Dora Lectures on Mental Science by Thomas Choward. All right. That's what we read through today. The links to these books, this, these exact versions, are in my YouTube description. If you guys want to check those out, because we all know there's thousands of versions of every book out there. Uh, Let's see here. I'm scared of being happy. Well, that sounds like you've really never been happy uh, in your life. Actually, correction, you have been happy when you were a child. You're definitely happy. In fact, inherently, you are happiness. It's who you really are at your core. The thing is, why are you scared? Let's answer that question first. I think that's an intelligent question to ask. Why am I scared? I am scared because I don't understand. I'm ignorant. I've never done this before. So if you're experiencing fear, understand something. It's necessary because you're trying to do something called growth. You're stepping outside your comfort zone. So what's the takeaway? Embrace that you're scared. It's okay that you're scared. Just keep moving forward. Keep doing things that make you happy. Stay diligent in that. Do not bounce back and go back to being sad. Don't do that. Because through the repetition of you prioritizing your happiness, one day you'll wake up and you won't be scared anymore. That's the same thing happened to me. I was scared to receive love. Because of what had happened to me. Through the repetition of this material and loving myself, I no longer became scared. So you'll have to do the same thing. How can I sign up for your coaching? You'll have to schedule a a call, which would be in my profile. It's called the Life Audit Call. Just hit the link. And by the way, guys, I don't know if I can help you. I don't know. But the only way to really find out is if we have a conversation. I'm scared of being alone and being happy with myself. Why? It hurts. Well, let's let's break this question down everybody because this is this is another way of of how we should always study things. We want to break things down almost word for word. I'm scared, okay? Scared mean meaning you don't understand something of being alone. Okay? Why do you think you will be alone? Where are you getting that belief from? Where are you getting the information that you're alone? Where are you getting the idea that being alone and being happy with yourself is a problem? Where are you getting that information from? What makes you think that? What data are you using to draw these conclusions? These are questions that I would ask you for you to think about and answer for yourself. Why is being scared a bad thing? Is it really a bad thing to be scared? Are you really alone? Now, you should answer those questions for yourself because I'm not here to convince you to think any, any way. I know in my own life, I never think that I'm alone. God is with me everywhere I go. And when you think that way, you don't feel like you're alone. You'll automatically attract good people into your life. Watching your live every day is making my purpose clearer and giving me ideas on how to move forward. I'm grateful for watching your live stream. Thank you. Uh, RG36. Great. Keep going. Make time for it. Hey, DeVorey, how do you handle negative people or people that bring you down, in some cases, even family? Nobody can bring you down. That's you doing that. No one can make you think the way that you don't want to think. Like that's you doing it. You're choosing to think that way. You're choosing to accept what they say. Like nobody makes you upset. You choose to get upset. Either through your limiting beliefs or because you're ignorant. Ignorant. So what you want to do is rephrase your question and turn it into an affirmation. I'm so grateful now that I'm in control of myself. I'm so grateful that I am surrounded by people who build me up. I'm so grateful that I only focus on the good. Yeah. Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, you don't need to handle negative people. You just need to stop getting involved with them. And if you can't avoid these negative people, then definitely you may need to have a heart-to-heart coming-to-Jesus moment with them. But after that, you don't need to get involved. My first recommendation is stop giving so much energy to them. Stop allowing what they say to control what you think and just live your life. Focus on you. I have some anger towards my husband and some members of his family. How do I let go when they keep doing it every day? Well, number one is that's what you keep describing. So that's exactly what will keep happening. Now, understand this. You may or may not be ready for this answer. Okay? The answer is you. It's not them. They don't need to change. You need to change. You need to change your energy towards them. You need to change the way that you describe them. You need to change the way that you think about them. And you need to forgive and let go. If you do that, they will change. One of the best ways I can describe this process is with a parent and a child. The child starts to do things the parent does not want them to do. The initial reaction from the parent is anger, disappointment, and frustration. This is the energy they send out to their child. Through the repetition of doing that, the parent will start to develop the belief that there's something wrong with their child, that their child does not listen, and they keep doing things they don't want them to do. So then what happens is the parent starts to speak towards their child in that manner with that energy with that perception and what happens they lock themselves in a never-ending loop of telling their kids what they don't want them to do they think about what they don't want their kids to do and that's exactly what continues to happen because that's what they gave their energy to now i've already went through this with quite a few parents i've coached over the years. All you need to do is stop giving energy to things you don't like and you don't want. You must look inside yourself and start focusing on what you do want and start addressing the people around you from that place. Now, am I telling you this is the easiest thing to do? No, but this is the root solution here. It's just like Wayne Dyer says, if you change the way you see things, the things you see will change. If you change your energy towards other people, they will change their energy towards you. The energy you send out is what you get back. If you're still holding on to anger and disappointment and frustration and guilt towards your partner, all you're doing is producing more of that. You're setting yourself up to receive more of that. When you change your energy, they will start reacting differently to you. It's the way that it works. You do not need to manipulate them. You do not need to argue with them. You do not need to force them to do anything. You must step into the power that you possess, your energy. And if you start sending out the right energy, you will get what you want. And I use children as an example because everybody can understand that. If you keep telling your child who they're not, that's who they will become. That's what has happened to a lot of us is our parents kept talking to us like there was something wrong with us. And we started to believe there was something wrong with us. And then that was our actions. It's the same thing in a relationship. If you keep talking about what you don't like about your relationship, you keep looking for what's wrong, you will find it, and that's what will happen. This, this whole question, it's about you. It's not even really about them. It's all about you. The answer is in the question. Just let it go. Let it go. Because you're the one choosing to react the way that you're reacting. You're choosing that. This is why we've been given higher mental faculties. One of them is reason. Another one is perception. Reason is your ability to accept or reject. You need to start rejecting this negative way of thinking. Your perception. You need to get a different point of view on this. I just gave you one. Because your point of view right now is not serving you. Your point of view is they keep doing this to me. It's them. It's them. It's them. You've got to change that perception to, you know what? No, it's me. I need to look in the mirror. I need to change my attitude. I need to take responsibility for my own actions the way that I'm thinking. Yep, good answer. Take responsibility for yourself, and life gives you the ability to respond. That's your power. Where there is no vision, the people will perish. Yeah. Exactly. I'm struggling to find what is exactly my purpose or passion. People keep saying, focus on serving. Could you help with that? People are correct. People are correct. You should should be focusing on helping others. Yeah, because that's one of the best ways to get yourself in a positive mental state. And that's where ideas are going to start flowing to you. Now, what you can also do is download my free resource called the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet, which is in my profile. It's the link in the bio. You can download that for free. And that may help you. Yep, we are projectors. Very, very good. What do I do about the fear of manifesting things? Because I might lose it all later. You've got to move past that. You've got to understand that everything already exists. It's not going anywhere. The only thing the only reason why you would lose something is because you're not grateful for it. Understanding is what you need. Let me ask you, let me ask you a question. How often are you actually studying what we're talking about here? Do you truly understand this information? Do you truly understand the creative process? Ask, believe, receive. Or do you just know of it? Your main solution is you need to go back to the studying. Why do people fail tests? Because they did not study. They don't understand. They didn't put in the work. They don't believe. If you find that you're not getting the results you want, the answer is inside. You need to go back and invest into yourself. Remember... My mind is a center of divine operation. You're at the center of it all. If you're not getting what you want, you are the reason, which means you need to invest in you. How? Pick up a book and become a student of a book. This will raise your level of understanding. The more understanding you have, the less you become scared about things you used to be scared about. Because you understand. Why do I fear manifesting things? Because I might lose it all again. That sounds like you don't truly understand manifestation. You're going to manifest regardless. Whether you like it or not. You're manifesting 24-7, 365. So if you understood what I just said, you'd never ask that question. Because you don't have to worry. You don't lose anything. It's always here. The money... Guys, the money is always here. Whatever you want, it's already here. And if, it, if there's a dream home that you want, if it's not built, there's people that exist that can build it. There's an architect that exists that's thinking that way already. The money's already here. It's energy. It's floating around through people, through goods and services. The person that's great for you in a relationship already exists. They're out there living their life right now. Your objective is to stop giving energy to what you don't want and start giving energy to what you do want. That puts you in a position to receive it. You're not losing anything. You have everything to gain in this life. He said, Where does that fear come from? The fear comes from ignorance, not knowing, a lack of understanding. When you don't understand something, you will tend to worry and doubt, and that is what leads to fear. I don't get how we are not our thoughts. Well, tell yourself this is very simple to understand. Just set the intention that you're going to understand this. Number two, if you were your thoughts, when you started to think something and then that particular thought went away, you didn't go away, you're still here. You have the ability to observe what you're thinking about, which means you're not the thought itself. We're spiritual beings, we're having a human experience, we have an intellect. Our thoughts are in the intellect there. That's where they run through. It's energy. We make it what it is. We're not our thoughts because we can observe a thought. When thoughts go away, they come and go. We don't come and go. We're always here. We're in awareness. We're always aware. This is why, this is is not a stretch. I mean, you could prove this to yourself. If you were just physical, you wouldn't be able to dream and do all these things that you can do and then sit back and observe it all. Uh, There's more to life than just meat meat and bones, you know? Uh, Let's see here. Also, another place you can read this information that may describe it better would be Rhonda Byrne and The Greatest Secret. I'll show you what that book looks like. That's what this book right here. And I'll tell you the chapter you should read. The chapter you should read is called... Chapter three, the reveal continued. You are awareness. You are not a person being aware of something. You are aware of it. Um here, let me let me give you something right now. So just so just to give you a little bit more, give you a little encouragement here. The best way to explain is everything you're experiencing is contained in your awareness. That's why we say things don't happen to you. You're not the thing that is happening. You are awareness. You're observing, a, you're observing what's happening. This is why you could choose to focus on thoughts and choose not to. You're aware of the thought. You're not the thought itself. So I would get this book. I would read it. Um, I find it to be very valuable, especially when it comes to thinking um, and your mindset. That was actually, I would say, the only, this was the second book in my life that I read front to back as soon as I got it. The first book was the first book she wrote, which was The Secret, when I was 18, I read that book front to back, relentless. I kept just reading it. Then when I got this book, which I believe it was last year, um, I read this book front to back, no issue, never stopped, just en- was engaged the entire time. It's a phenomenal read. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I think we're caught up here. Yeah, we're, we're caught up. How many right? List. Can you help? I, I don't know who you're talking about. Him in the right direction before it's too late. Can you help? Help who? Chris Stack 007. I don't. Did I miss your comment here somewhere? I don't see what you're talking about. I don't see what you're talking about. You're looking for solid good advice. What what advice? Who are you talking about? I, I'm not too sure. Read first comment. I did read the first comment. It says him in the right direction. Who are you talking about? I don't I don't see your other comments here. I, I'm not too sure what you mean. So if you want to repeat yourself, that would be greatly appreciated. So hard to get this under control. Always in my head and emotions taking over. Listen, Chris Stack, I'm not going to go back and try to find this comment. Just repeat what you said, please. It's that simple. I can't. There's I got a thousand comments I'm looking at. <laughs> oh my God. All right. So let me address this one. Learned a lot in trying to reprogram for, for a while now, all day, every day. But damn. Well, listen, PTJE85, your problem is what you just said. It is so hard to get this under control. Don't say that. Say that it's easy to get this under control. You're learning to get this under control. You're getting better at getting this under control. I'm so grateful now that I have a clear head. I'm in control of my emotions. Write that down in the gratitude list. See, the way that you wrote that comment says why that's happening. You're describing what you don't want. And I can guarantee that's what you've been focused on. So you're doing the affirmations, but then five seconds later, you're saying this is hard. Nothing's working. Where is it at? Where's the evidence? You just basically canceled out everything you were doing. You have to understand that you are more powerful than these doubts that you get. You're, more, you're better than that. But, I'm making an assumption here, but I think you may be that individual who's doing too much. You might be trying way too many things. You, you're you not really orderly with what you're doing. Um, the other thing is that you really are not studying. So... Your level of understanding, belief, and faith is not there, which causes you to do that. You've got to raise your level of understanding. You've you've got to increase that belief, right? Because no one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. This state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. yeah retype the comment thank you need your mentoring well if you need it book a call all right chris stack you're finished okay you're finished because i don't play games all right i don't play games my audience isn't here to play games. That's not why we're here. You either want to contribute, ask your questions, we get them answered. Didn't see your question, put it there again. If you can't do that, just move on. What are the steps to enter the flow state? Well, I, I would say you need to get yourself very relaxed. That's one. You need to be in a position where you feel totally relaxed. There are so many ways to get there, by the way, but one primary way is obviously to put on some relaxing music, sit there and literally allow yourself to relax and tell yourself that you're relaxing. Say it. I'm feeling more relaxed. I'm feeling more relaxed. Say that in your mind, keep saying it and count down until you're truly relaxed where you can't even feel your, your arms or your legs. Now you're really relaxed. And then start to imagine the outcomes that you want. Um, It says, I do know that, but a lot of feelings and emotions are taking over. You know that, but do you understand it? For example, you guys know thinking or rich exists. You know what I've read from this book. Do you understand, though, on an emotional level? I can guarantee you don't understand emotionally because you're out of control. You're not thinking your own truth. That's why you're overdoing it. You've got to keep it very simple for yourself. That's another thing that I would say. That's exactly what I say. Yeah, she was definitely wasting our time. There's no question about it. She got out of here. She got out. She wasn't contributing. All right, I think we're going to cut it here. Um, This has been a great show today, guys. Um, I loved all your guys' comments and questions. And here's how we're going to end it. You are at the center of everything that is happening. Your thoughts. You get to think whatever you want to think. No one makes you think what you don't want to think. That is a choice you get to make. That is a power that God gave us. Your objective is to exercise that power to your benefit. Your other objective is to start thinking your own truth, regardless of appearances, so you can get what you want in life. Now, ask yourself this question. How can you get what you want in your life? How can you move forward if you keep thinking about what you don't want? If you keep thinking about what happened in the past, if you keep thinking about why you can't do this or that, how will that actually help you get to where you want to go? Think about that. And have you given any thought to the ramifications if you keep thinking that way? What will happen in your life if you keep doing what you've been doing, if you keep thinking about things that you don't want to happen. What do you think the consequences are when you think that way? If you keep doing that, thinking about what you don't want, what do you think the consequences will be? And here's another question. Are you ready to stop that? Are you ready to step into living the life that you want? Because it always starts where you are right now. It doesn't start once everything shows up. No, it starts in your mind first. A decision must be made. Not just any decision, a committed decision, an irrevocable decision must be made that you're going to think this way regardless of what's taking place. You're going to think your own truth regardless. You're going to think your own truth no matter how many people judge you and try to tell you that you're delusional. doesn't matter what they think. Because thoughts do produce our reality. So if you allow other people's opinions to do your thinking for you, you know what's going to happen. What will the consequences be of that? So are you ready to make a decision? An irrevocable decision, a final decision that this is the way you're going to think. This is how you're going to operate. You're going to start thinking in a certain way because you understand that you don't get what you want in your life because of what you're doing. You get what you want in your life because you start doing things in a certain way. You start thinking from the outcomes that you want. Not from what you don't want or what is, what is right now. So you got to ask yourself, are you ready to make a decision? And your decision... can only be expressed through time, money, and energy. So are you spending your time practicing thinking this way? Have you spent money investing into yourself, getting a mentor, accountability to help you think this way? Are you spending your energy thinking this way? That's how you know you made a decision. This information is absolutely powerful, it's inspiring, it's motivating, it's amazing, life-changing, yes. But doesn't mean anything if you don't make a decision to implement this. You need to apply this. You have to act on this. you got to take this and run with it and become it. Knowing this information is not enough. Understanding through the application of this information, that's where you'll see change. That's where change happens. So decision is where we're at. And that's where I'm going to leave you guys. And thank you. Thank you. Grateful. And look forward to seeing you guys in the next show. Bye, everyone.